What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder with your boy, the young, light-skinned Key Sweat. Back for the 50th episode of the EG Pot of Thunder with my guys and females. Guy first to my right. Hello, everyone. I'm back again. Jesus Claus. 50th episode. Well done. Hey, everyone, give yourselves a round of applause. 50 episodes. Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yes, yes, yes. Cheers to that. Salud. 50th episode. 50th episode. Wow. Hey, many more. Mm. Back with the Natalia Perez. Hello, friends. Also, the Monopoly View. Go give her a follow and a shout out. And back, actually, first time you guys have seen her, <laughs> the EG Pod of Thunder, who get a queen herself, the gorgeous Clara. Oh, hi. I'm Clara. <laughs> hey. And guys. You know what's crazy? So, like, we all have kind of, like, unique names here. Have you guys ever dealt, like, with someone just, like, fucking up your name all the time? And you're like, yo, it's really not that hard. Yes. Can yes. you just fucking say my name? 100%. Absolutely. No? Bo is so easy, dude. Oh, it's two, two letters. letters. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. B-O. That's not you too, can't, that's if you not can't too figure difficult. that out, that's a, that's a rough one. But you yeah. guys, I imagine it happens quite a bit. Yes. But you would think, it's like, Natalia is so fucking easy. I remember one time we were, me and Tyler were somewhere and um, the guy just met her and the guy's like, okay, Natalie. And she's like, no, <laughs> Natalia. It's He's like, okay, okay thanks, Natalie. 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 Again, and I'm like, it is not that hard. Like it no. ends with an A, not literally a e. ah. He's like, <laughs> like it's not an E, it's a He thought you were a white girl for some reason. Like, look at her yeah. trying to put some stank on her name. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Natalie. Because <laughs> no, you know she's like, no, it's Natalia. Like kind of like rude. And he's like, okay, Natalie, thanks. And like, bro, are you? And I'm just like, and I'm just like, okay. I, I just be like, bet, bro. Like you did that on purpose. Okay. Come on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? You must get it often? No, or a lot? Never? Or what, what? You, yeah, oh, you. Bro, people, for some reason, they never know how to pronounce my name because they feel like they should put a Spanish accent on it. So they're like, is it Clara, Clara, Clara? I'm like, whatever you want. Just say Clara. Like, uh, it doesn't matter. Are you at the point you're like, I don't even care. I don't give a fuck. Also, another layer to it. So most people that I'm close with, they call me by my middle name, which is Caroline. So that adds another layer of confusion. They're like, who are you? What do I call you? <laughs> now you're like, you know what? I don't even know who I am. I don't, I don't, know. I don't even know. Yeah, whatever whatever feels right. Whatever the vibe is. <laughs> I mean... It's her alter ego. Yes. Oh, shit. Do you prefer like a certain name? Because I call you Clara. Yeah. Do you get like offended if someone calls you Clara? Are you more like, no. Car- like entwined to Caroline? Or? I don't get offended, but I... Personally, I do prefer Caroline just because I grew up with everybody, like my family, calling me that. But if you call me Clara, I'm not mad at you. Mm. I like it better with a Spanish accent. I didn't know accent. Caroline was an option. It is an option, yeah. Oh. Sorry. I didn't disclose that I'm sticking that with Clara. Okay, that's fine. But as long as you say it with a Spanish accent, Clara. Clara. Oh, I've yes. never said I'm calling you Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, too much Spanish Sorry, for me. Too many, <laughs> oh, no. too many syllables. I can do it. Clara. 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 I've never said Clara before. Now i got to say it. I've always said Sorry, Clara. Clara. Yeah. But you never corrected me. I don't want to. <laughs> no, you just like, fuck it. Yeah, I'm f- fuck it. That's fine. Because it's too Very many. Very fluid with it. Yeah. Too many options. Whatever feels right. Yeah, I'm, I'm <laughs> the same way. I don't even care no more. Nobody ever says my name right. And I'm just like, whatever you want to call me, I don't give a fuck. Efren, mm. Efrain. I don't get where Efrain comes from or <laughs> Efron. I don't get where Efron comes from at all. Yeah. That makes shit makes no sense. People spell Effie wrong all the time. 
they spell my real name wrong all the time. It's on like my email header. It'd be like E F R A I N. I had it saved in my uh, phone for the incorrectly for the well for at least my first year or two of knowing you. I, <laughs> okay, well I had it spelled E F F Y. Oh God! I don't even. <laughs> when is that? Yeah. Where? I don't know. It was. I was like you were a cartoon character. It was, it was and like, you, got, you got into Saint. There's no way that's that. a person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. just, just anybody. Just, just, just goes to show you like, the caliber of person they're accepting at Saint. Hilarious. But I get that shit all the time. But the, even more confusing though, and it's when it's, I respond to someone like, "Hey, this blah 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 blah." My title, Efren Greco. And they respond back, okay, thank you, E-F-R-O-N. Bro, my name's Ron. in the email. How do you fuck that up? That shit be too. beyond confusing yeah. to me. I don't even get it. This is what we're talking about in the 50th episode. People spell my name wrong. You guys probably still spell it wrong. I have friends who literally thought my name was, my real name is Effie for the longest time. Did you think that? No. <laughs> no, this has to be some kind of shortening of something. There's no one, there's no way his parents called him Effie. Yeah, no <laughs> but this is going to be a little bit like a, just like a short interlude to the, um, the next part of the podcast. I have Brandon for the second part of this podcast. So, uh, guys, go check that out. Me and him get into it one on one about our relationship and, um, you know, growing up. You know, him kind of being like my you know, like my son, me being like a father figure to him, like a best friend. So definitely check that out. It's going to be the later half of this podcast. This is going to be like a quick, like 10-minute episode, and then we'll film like a long-term one. But um, so just being the 50th episode and uh, being your guys, um, well, you guys, not Clara's, it's her first time. Gladys' first time. So, um, yeah, so like what do you guys think of like just like the podcast itself, you guys being a guest, just uh, – Wrapping up this 50 episodes that we've, uh, the journey we've been through. And you guys have been on a, a lot of the podcasts. And future podcasts haven't came out yet. So, Bo, I mean, what's what, like your thoughts on the podcast? I mean, it's, I'm, I'm very happy you, you decided to, like, you just decided to jump in and do this because this is, I've, uh, I've watched podcasts for a long time. I'm a big fan of a lot of different podcasts. And I've always wondered, I, how difficult is that to do to just sit and uh, and uh, monetize your relationships with your friends? And I'm glad you've you've, <laughs> you've decided to do that. I'm kidding, but at the same time, <laughs> you make some money somehow. Bro. I'm kidding, but but no, I've always I've wondered place, like so. we're exploiting like, your friends. Like I love I love I love having you know I love con- like just random conversations with people that last two three hours and like to to make that a form of entertainment. It's it's it is actually genuinely like unique and cool. And I've always wondered, could I do that? Could I be entertaining? For, for an hour or so and to give to be given that opportunity and to like be able to do this with you it's been really cool and I'm glad I'm glad it's uh having the success it has thanks bro yeah no I appreciate it and I think uh, I can say that you have been a, a home run hitter since the first episode you have been a uh a supporter favorite I don't like saying fan home run hitter but a uh, home run hitter right here you have definitely been uh since the first episode the first segment you have literally killed it people literally thought we scripted that I'm not sure if I told you that People are like, how, who came up with the script? I'm like, bro, there was no script. We literally off the top, me, you, and Jay. And it's crazy because like you don't even that know That was a Jay great like episode. That. No, that was like my first time really like meeting actually him. sitting down and meeting Jay. And we literally hit it off. Like it was pure comedy. Like <laughs> on my profile page, you have a video to choose like what you want to show, like people coming on your page. Is that clip. Because wow. it was that genuinely hilarious. And like, it, honestly, my, like, my opinion, like comedy gold, like first the fact episode? that it was improv. First, well, no, it was like, Episode like fifteen, but like first episode, me, him, and Jay 
sitting down together, like they never even met. That's and fire. So off each other. Off the cup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it, it was I'd fire. love to do like more episodes with Jay, or really just hang out with Jay, like outside <laughs> in like a regular setting. That'd be can pretty we cool. Be best yeah, yeah, we could be friends, dude. You can be watching this, and I know you are. Hey, he's got a job at Revival. We can go visit him whenever. He's always working. Oh, yeah, oh we, let's we go. go. Visit him. Yo, I love Revival. Be, okay, wait, going? Jay, yeah, let's go. Let's, go, let's do it up. Let's do it up, right. Jay. You'll see we'll us be at Revival you. tonight. Hey. Tonight, <laughs> I don't know, but Jay's supposed to be here. He's in here in spirit. I try to get him on the 50th episode. He's working a lot. He's working two jobs. So, Jay, you're in here in spirit. You're one of my favorite episodes. Obviously, you're on my clip. So, uh, Jay, you're my guy. And uh, it was a great episode. Yeah, so, uh, Natalia, what's your thoughts on the uh, the 50th episode journey uh, I've been on? And you've probably been on, like, 10 overall. So, you've been on uh, one-fifth of these episodes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just really proud of you. Um, mm-hmm. I just think that it's giving people a platform to share what they do, their experiences, their goals, their aspirations, and just to give people like a little le- like a little like clip or like a little view into what they're all about, which I think is really dope. I think it's great that you're giving people a platform to promote themselves, to promote their businesses, and like a lot of people wouldn't even do that. Like who takes mm-hmm. the time to like sit down with people and actually it's interested in what they're bringing to the table, what their interests are, what their, what their purpose is in life. And you're able to share that in such an authentic way. So I'm just proud of you. And um, you've always been like a people person, but like to see that, like get into this type of like space is really dope. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it kind of makes sense too. Yeah, for yeah you and I, I just sure. see it like, and it's so so genuine. You know what I mean? Like, you're not getting anything out of this. If anything, you're putting more work into it because I know it takes time to edit these videos. It takes time out of your day to even just sit down and have these conversations. So I you know, commend you a lot, and I'm really proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it's coming. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. No, like, mm-hmm. I've always been like genuinely interested in people's uh, thoughts and ambitions. I feel like I can learn something from everybody. So, like, when I'm having these conversations, and, um, like, Jerry was on with uh, Chris the last uh, two episodes ago, and, um, like, during the breaks, Jerry was, like, because that was more, like, on Chris, and Jerry was, like, bro, like, I'm sitting here thinking, what are you going to say next? Like, if I'm you, I have nothing next, and then you're just next topic, next topic, and you're generally, like, making it a segue, and it's so perfectly, like, intertwined. He's, like, I don't know how you do it, because I couldn't do that shit, and I'm, like, I don't know, bro, like, I'm... First of all, like, I'm interested in the conversation. Mm-hmm. So I think, like, you're genuinely interested in someone's, like, point of view and stuff like that. Just, like, having a conversation. But, you know, with the lights on, you, as you guys know here, and you guys all been to my house before, and you're like, this is where you do it. Like, um, so just, just, like, being behind the lights, sometimes you can be, like, starstruck or, like, camera shy or anything like that. So it's, a, it's definitely a lot of doing that, producing, directing at the same time. But I generally, like, just, I don't know, I've always been, like, a tech guy, people person. So it's just, like, all my attributes into one and um, yeah, I genuinely enjoy it. And um, yeah, I think it's like cool to put people on because you never know who. I mean, we're being streamed and viewed in a whole bunch of different countries in the UK, um, Russia, Belgium, France. You Tor- said Portugal, Portugal, Brazil. Canada, India, Fire. Um, Toronto. Oh, it's a Toronto, a Toronto, but um, LA, like New- like New York, He's worldwide, Florida. Mm-hmm. International. Yeah, two hundred and fifty thousand yep. overall views on all platforms and IG accounts and TikTok uh, accounts that I've reached has been over three hundred and fifty thousand accounts and Fire. far more to come. Oh, far more, yeah, yeah pretty, you know, for sure. Appreciate Fire. it, and it's like that's like cool. Like that, that's just cool. Like people are like, oh, I've seen your podcast. We don't even know, 
But like, I would love to do it. Like, I took a picture of someone who watched my podcast in Florida because I had like the NFL fan of the year on. And she was there and she's like, oh, that's your podcast. Let me take a picture. Something I'm like, oh, I was like, all right, shit. hell yeah, of course. Cool. That's dope. Yeah, there's stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's cool. Like, I would never like big time anybody. And it's cool. Stuff like that. It's like, that's cool stuff that comes with it. But like, this part is like the cool part. Like, mm-hmm. we're it's 10 o'clock at night and like we're coming through and I appreciate you guys coming through. Like, I generally have enjoy, love having vibes, everybody. And yeah. I think I have a good time. Like, just mingling, interacting new people. Like, you meeting like Clara, mm-hmm. like, you meet and Bo hanging out. Like, you never know what friendships can Making be made. The connections. Yeah. Nice. And I've, bro, I've known you for like, it's been like over 10 years, crazy. which is crazy. Yeah. And like, that's just the type of person you've always been. Like, always a good vibe, always wanting to make new connections and like, just learning more about other people and like, just learning different like, points of views and everything like that. Like, this is who you are. And yeah. like, that's just so like, that's just a cool ass fucking like, concept and... It's very wholesome. No, thank you. I appreciate yes. that. And like, I appreciate that. And like, yeah. And I like it. I appreciate you coming on, taking your time out of your day. And that's stuff like I don't underappreciate either. Like, I know for, for me, like this filming takes a lot. Mm-hmm. And like, you guys can be sleeping right now. You guys be doing that, getting ready for tomorrow, getting ready for work, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. doing your own thing. So like, I'd never take it for granted with you. Come on. That's why this 50th episode, I want to have uh, two of the uh, fan supporter favorites, uh, Natalia and Bo. I'll introduce a new guest, one of my uh, good friends. I enjoy, you know, every time we hang out, we have a great vibe. You know, I, always. I, yeah, always. I appreciate you, and you know, I'm there for you for like, no, like no matter what, no matter uh, through thick and thin. You know, Likewise. sometimes, yeah, thick. No, sometimes. <laughs> the same thing on the time I said last time. You're like we go through our rocky roads, but then yes. we always come back and like, appreciate you, like, your friendship, exactly. no matter what. It's family. Yep. First and foremost, I've known you like literally, we've known each other since diapers. So. You stuck with me for life, bro. Yeah. <laughs> hey, for lifers. We haven't even posted that podcast yet where I gave her a shout out. I gave her my roses. And I, I cried in the podcast and it's higher than a cry. I, I was <laughs> You know what it is, though? Like, I just, I was in shock. <laughs> I was like, in shock. I, I was like, oh, my God. What? You you feel all that for me? Like it was like really unexpected. I was just like, wow, my heart. And you were a little little drunk. And I was a little. And you didn't cry. (laughs) You know what it is though? Like I can't cry. I can't cry. Me either. I I cry by myself. Yeah, I cry by like I I cry. I cry. I cry. But I I cry by myself. Yes. Effie doesn't shy away from embracing his emotions. We love that. He's a true modern. Love that. No, no, no. Love that because a lot of men aren't able to connect with their emotions. We love. Or they're like very like insecure about that and they i shouldn't be. don't think they should you can, be not you can at just all. you can them. at me you can say my name <laughs> <laughs> hey, i cried it's because he's a capricorn that's why, <laughs> no it's not the don't reason cry. that's why my oh, ex would I can, say it is but <laughs> it's not but i mean like i can sign. agree because my moon <laughs> sign is a capricorn so maybe that's why i didn't cry Your moon yeah sign? that's what it is oh, my moon is a virgo oh. A rising, oh, that's a my rising that's Leo. Even, bro, that's even worse that's than my rising Capricorn, <laughs> rising Leo, Virgo moon. <gasps> well, Virgo moon. You would think that I would cry, Get though, because I'm a Pisces sun, and DK were emotional, but I'm not. Wait, what's your I don't know what any of it means, but I know what I know. I have a pretty good idea. Natalia knows my signs. I don't even know my own signs. Wow. Oh, my God. I said it to you. I don't remember, but I already told you you're a Sagittarius. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh. I'm pretty sure Cap is in there too. Yeah, yeah I what? cried. Uh, like Earth signs? And, um, I think so. Yeah. 
Effie in his like chart, I think it's a cap too. But I, I we're don't very remember close to one, one another, Sag and Cap. Yeah, we are. I'm sorry um, to hear that, buddy. Well, <laughs> I uh, Pisces. Yes, yeah, so oh, sun. Just like Pisces, sun. just like Benito. Exactly. Yeah. That's why my. Yep. I'd be feeling him like exactly for real. For All real. the vibes. I'd be like, yes, Benito. Otra vez, por favor. Uh huh. Speak to my soul. So I, uh, <laughs> yeah. So all that being said, I cried with you. I cried with El Rey. And it was weird. I did not cry with Brandon, which I thought I was going to. But, um, yeah, I did not. I thought you were going to too. That that conversation, like, it all of a sudden took a turn. Like we were having just a normal conversation, and he's like, "Yeah, man. Well, you know, as a brother." And I was like, "Oh, we're oh, going shit. here. All right, <laughs> okay." It gets deep, and yeah. I and that's also what I really like like about the um the episodes and the podcast. You really like touch upon everything. Like it mm-hmm. can go from real, real deep, real realness and then it can go to comedy like mm-hmm. in like point two seconds yeah get to that level yeah for sure like uh, i have a comment on apple podcast so it was a five-star review guys get that more five-star reviews on spotify apple youtube thumbs up subscribe like that it really helps out the podcast but one of the uh reviews on apple was that uh that we can go back and forth between comedy and like serious real quick and uh the podcast with Bo and jay it was from serious as fuck Oh, yeah. To joking, to serious, to joking. And it's like... Emotional roller coaster. Yeah, and that's what like... But we I, love We it. took you for a ride. That I know, yeah. but that's life. It makes it yeah. exciting. It's literally yeah. life. Yeah. Literally. You go through everything. You go yes. through the happy, joyous moments, then you go to your lowest low. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Yeah. And it can happen just like that. Exactly. And that's what I do yep. with girls' relationships. So, <laughs> follow Keep through, follow your boy, Explore F on IG, TikTok, <laughs> Twitter, and everything. I'll... Bring in that roller coaster real quick. You want to go through those emotional roller come coasters. Come for a ride. Come, yeah, for, come a ride. for a ride. Hey, and shake some ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but really, though, like, yeah, no, I genuinely love it. It's dope. I love having people on. Me, like, I've always been the guy to, like, introduce new friends to each other and, like, uh, that's, you know, good vibes. And I definitely think this is, uh, this has been me. And, like, a shout out to Jerry. He's been on the podcast a couple times. And he said, like, after that podcast with Chris, he was like, bro, I better not see you like stop doing podcasts because you're getting too good at this. He's like, yeah. I want to yeah. see you like flourish. Like, don't ever like stop for a girl. He's like, because I'm telling you right now, but like, he's like, you won't though. You I definitely sure. won't. Like, but like, he's like, like I think like you're literally that genuinely good where like you can like get like serious. You get yeah, for real. He's like, literally, you're good. Like, so Charles did ever tell me that off, off cam, but he was like, uh, you're getting too good at this point where like just don't stop for nobody because I can see you getting places. And like I appreciate, like I always appreciate those comments from people. So that's what I'm saying it now. Like that nice. shit, like resonates with me. And um, you know, I appreciate you, Jerry. I appreciate like you guys for those comments. And um, yeah, no, like I appreciate you guys uh, coming through. And um, but I don't appreciate you not crying when I cried because I was like a bitch. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you made me cry. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm even uh, though I don't remember it. <laughs> I did have the shades on though, so like I did tear up a little bit. But like uh, it didn't, like, it didn't happen. Oh, it didn't. It, yeah. didn't yeah. it didn't go down. It wasn't a whole like. Mm. So, but I did tear up a little bit. But you know, I had the shades. I think the so. twins cried. And you didn't cry. What? <laughs> yeah, the two twins were like, Jesus Christ! And then you were there like. Oh, we can get we can answer it. Yes, she said, I want to cry. I'd probably cry. cry. If I was there and everyone was crying, I'd cry. It's I'm gonna, impossible I, to make us I, cry, though. I, I can hold it hard. in pretty good, but if everyone around okay. me starts crying, I become an emotional wreck. Yeah. I can't do it. I, That's why like I, I said, I was genuinely shocked. And like wow. when I'm genuinely shocked, like I'm very, de- I'm, very, I'm very delayed with my emotion, <laughs> like with my reaction. So. Yeah, no, no. So um, that's the 50th episode, guys, for this segment right here. I appreciate you guys coming on. I appreciate the Natalia Perez, the Monopoly View. I appreciate Clara coming on. 
I appreciate Jesus well, Claus. Hook, hook and Jesus Claus, <laughs> he's looking for sugar mamas. Oh. No, he's not. No, he's not. No, 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 Hold no, 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 he's, he's not. Sugar mamas. So if you're rich, sign in his oh, DMs. No. He's not, but he's also looking for sugar babies. Not yet. Yeah. Well, not yet. Oh, I'm sorry. also not. Li- no, that's also. Don't do that to me. No, <laughs> I'm not sugar. spending money, and don't spend your money on me. <laughs> but when you're looking for sugar babies, I'll sign in your DMs. Okay. So guys, uh, oh, follow Jesus. all three of them. Follow well, four of them because I'm not leaving you. Hey. And uh, make sure you like, subscribe, tune into the next part of the podcast. We're also gonna have my guy. Alan Moist, the best videographer around. He's coming on this fifth episode right here. Bo's actually gonna be on this, so he have a change of clothes. The technology nowadays. He's gonna look different this episode next. So also follow my boy Alan Moist. I don't know what his Instagram is off the top of my head, but he's the best videographer around. He's actually moving to Miami. Spoiler alert: I got the approval to say that. So if you're in Rhode Island. Make sure you book him now because Natalia knows guy's a beast. He's no, so good. So talented. So talented. Talented as fuck. He is literally the best. If you need him for weddings, if you're getting married, let him know. Bo, getting married. Natalia, oh. married. Clara, I'm maybe getting maybe married. Getting married. No. Okay. All right. Shooting a porno. <laughs> he's actually, not that either. He already said he's not doing porns, only fans, but he'll lead you in the right direction. Okay. He'll give you all the, <laughs> everything you need. He'll give you the ring lights. He'll give you everything you need. He'll set he you up for success. Yeah. He, doesn't want, he doesn't want to be in the room to smell it going on. Yeah, he doesn't want to have <laughs> He wants no part. It wouldn't be amateur porn. It'd be real deal porn. Alan. Oh, wow. So, make you look good. Hollywood make you look good. Oh, 100%. Oh, wow. She knows. He, she, he's, he's good. Not, he's great. Not, he's good at videographer, so like mm-hmm. it's too much. He'll lead you in the right direction. So make sure you follow Moment Allen. He's coming on next. Tune in, see what he gotta say. That's my guy. Gonna see him in Miami next month. We're going to the Cleveland Browns game in Miami together. Hi. Shout out to my guy. Shout out to Allen. Shout out to Allen. Hey. We'll come through. Make sure you tune into the next part of the episode two with Brandon. Thank you guys for coming on the fifth episode. Esh get it, baby. <laughs> Four, 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 four. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder, the 50th episode with my guy returning guest for the 50th episode, Alan M. Films. Almost threw me off new Instagram yeah, name. I had to change it real quick. Why did you change Instagram name for? Because searchability. Just wanted people to see my name. Obviously, they see my first name and last name, but... They don't know I necessarily film. You want mm. that A right in there, too. Exactly. Pitch at the top. Yep. Oh, it makes complete sense. Hey, what was it before? It's like Alan. It's just my name. Yeah, it was Alan Moise. Moise. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's, it. it's more like a, this is what I do and bring in the name. Exactly. Makes makes a lot of sense. And we're back with my guy, underscore Jesus Claus. What's up, everybody? Happy to be back for the 50th again. <laughs> yeah, he's been on both. And uh, make sure you guys tune in to the next part of this conversation with Brandon as well. It should be a, a good one. And, um, yeah, so I just want to have you guys on for the 50th. Uh, we talked about it last time with Clara and Natalia. But, Alan, uh, you definitely had a, a big part. You know, you were um, you are a videographer, cinematographer, as people know. If you guys are fans of the podcast, he's uh, been on the podcast a couple times at this point. And uh, you definitely helped me out a lot with the, the lighting questions, any type of uh, – Questions for the camera, because you know that's uh that's your forte. Yeah. So anytime I had literally answer but questions, you're the you're the guy every single time. So um yeah, just being on, like what's your thoughts on like the podcast and like 
this was your first podcast you ever been on too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, what was your thoughts like coming on, like being a guest, seeing like the background scenes of a podcast? Like, what was your thoughts on that? It was smooth. You guys ran things very, very cohesively. Everything. I mean, the first episode it was smooth. We did it again. It was smooth. Um, did like five more that day. Yeah, we did a lot. That was <laughs> that was like three or four hours. We was just flowing. So everything was smooth, and all you guys have done is up the production. So congrats. Yeah, no, for sure. Thank you. Appreciate that. It's crazy because when you first came on, you're like, this is just going to be like your first setup. You're going to continue like evolving. Like your overlays are going to like, well, you didn't say it like that, but like your overlays are going to change what they have for me. Like the background changed, the mics have changed. Um, Unfortunately, um, the lights have changed. I broke one at a podcast, at at a session (laughs) with doing a mic and Alex is actually, uh, I meant to pull the power strip. Yeah. Pulled the entire thing. The lights came and smashed on the floor. It happens. Yeah. <laughs> Part of the, you got to charge it to the game. That's yeah. it. Happens. Have you had stuff like that happen to you? Like when you're on a set and unexpected things you weren't expecting happen to you? I was doing a I was doing a shoot for my brother actually for his um he just got he just proposed. Hey, we went cool. to um, Newport Cliffs or something like that, and then I was doing pictures and he went to go and change his outfit real quick. And he was taking mad long. And I'm just like, yo, hurry up. So I was like, just not paying attention too much because I was wearing what the sun, sun, sun setting out of nowhere and trying to change my lens. Mind you, the cliffs, it's literally the cliffs and then the ocean. Right. I take Good off shot. one of my lenses. Oh, <laughs> shots are amazing. But I almost lost the lens. I took it off and it just fell out of my hand. Oh. And then it started to roll towards the cliff. I jumped as quick as I could and <laughs> grabbed it. Jump off a cliff. Literally, if I would have just pushed any, like, if I would have went like a foot further and like slipped, I wouldn't be here today. I swear, it was an L. Yeah. That's it. That that would have been tough because you told me that story when I was telling you. You guys actually yeah. uh, both know my drama. I've not said this on the podcast yet. Oh my god, I was sick. I was here that day. I hurt for you. I was here for the searching in the car. Huh. <laughs> Can you look on that side? I'm gonna. <laughs> and that at that point, it's like that point where you already know you lost it, but you're like, I'm gonna keep checking. It's probably just gonna pop up out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. And I checked for like an hour, like before he got here. That was probably like the 50th time I checked. Damn. For those who don't know, well, nobody knows. I've not said some podcast yet. I um, went to go take some shots for my boy Angel, big, big guest in the podcast as well. And um, I usually have, like, my carrying case with me. This time around, I'm like, you know what? I'll just put it in my sleeve for my sweatshirt. I put my lens, my Sony lens, in my sweatshirt. It's like, oh, who knows? Maybe I need to switch out the, you know, the big lens for, you know, the smaller lens so we can take a close-up picture. Didn't even end up using it. Lost my lens at this football game at UMass Dartmouth. Sick. I was so sick. Bo was here for the <laughs> witnessing of me losing it like, when I noticed I lost it. And then Alan uh, had a whole debate for like two, three days. He was like, oh, you know, giving me advice what to do, what lens I should get next, comparing lenses, what's like compatible to not spending the price because Alan knows the, you know, the videographer life is not cheap. Not at all. Not at all. And then you made me feel better, though, because you're telling me that you just upgraded your memory card and you want to tell the fans that. So people are telling you, hey, Alan, can you take me a shot? Take some pictures of me real quick. I'm about to propose to my girl. I'll give you 50 bucks. No. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm not going to do that. But just. So, so they'll uh, understand why you're saying no to 50 bucks, 100 bucks. Just tell them how much this memory card 
costs the, the card and the holder the card costs 350 dollars just for a memory card. Memory is expensive. It's crazy. Memory's the people expensive. don't understand. <laughs> storage costs cost a lot. Yeah. Memory card. Then you need somewhere to store it. You need a SD, you know, you need an um, external drive. Mm. Or you need more space on your actual computer. It's not cheap. Mm. And then the reader to actually read the card was another 150 Like, you guys don't understand. That That's just the memory card portion of it. Then you got the lenses. You got the rig. You got your lighting. Batteries. Oh, everything. Ba- how many how many batteries you bring to a set? It all depends. I got like, like, fifteen. Fifteen for one set. For I have three cameras, so mm. it depends. Yeah. So if you're doing a music video, how long would a music video typically take you? On average, for like three four hours. Mm. Um, on the shorter end, some of them longer. Um, you blow through a bunch of batteries depending on which camera you use. Um, and then I have like external batteries too, so like V mounts. So it just depends. Yeah, so I mean, when people, you know, they see the podcast, um, they're like, hey, like, people have come on. Like, you have an episode from April that has not released yet. Yeah. And people, like, who last week who are like, hey, is my episode coming out soon? And it's like, it's tough because, like, I feel bad because they took their time to come out. Yeah. But do you want to give people, like, a little bit of the background? Like, the podcast people understand, like, this is what the 50th episode kind of is about to give the details and background of it. How much editing takes? I mean, we've had the conversation before, but we have new fans now, new yeah. people tuning in. Bozon, he has a following too now off the podcast. People tune in because <laughs> Clara and Natalia is on this one. So, um, you know, we're going to have a new, a lot of new viewers. How long would like, just like editing, you know, like a, how long is edit like a music video, which is what, five minutes typically? Music video is usually like three to four minutes. And how long does that take you? For me now, I can get it done in four hours if I wanted to. Mm. I won't do it in four hours just because <laughs> there's other projects to work on. But and you want you don't want to rush to it at the same time. You want to take your time, and then you end up getting like better ideas when you take your time instead of just rushing the whole three. Mm. Obviously, you have a treatment, and then you go through it. And if all the shots lined up with the treatment, it could be as quick as a two-hour edit. But mm, on average, like four hours. Four hours. Going back, that's just the first draft. You go back. Yeah. You got to chop some things up. Send the first revision. Can change this, that, and the third. Got to go back edit that also. So probably like between four to six hours in total. Mm. How how long you say for like a wedding? That's big. Oof. Weddings are a long. Probably like uh, like ten, twelve. And that's that's but just, ten, twelve hours. You're dedicated. You're not going nowhere. Like nah. It's like you're at a, like a, like your nah, job. No, it's not. It's not. It's not continuous. Continuous. Oh, nah. so like you're saying like ten, twelve hours total. 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 Yeah. That's like. But that's through. that one project. There's also yeah. like there's there's maybe two hours dedicated to that project, and then moving to something else that's going to take another two and a half hours or something. Exactly. It's like yeah, there's yeah, <laughs> a are, lot that goes in. Weddings are different too because you got the film aspect of it, but then you also have the audio aspect of it. So you got to match. You got to sync all those together. You got to go back, and you're filming an eight hour day. So majority of the day, majority of the time, editing is going through that eight hours of footage and chopping up the. That's what yeah, it's called meaningful life stuff. The, exactly. So, so when it's eight hours, like, well, you said eight to ten hours total. So, like, how long is, like, days-wise that take? Maybe, like, a week? You said you're breaking it up. So, maybe you do, like, a two hours one day, two hours the next day. and Depends. It all depends on the workflow. I mean, like, the, the projects that yeah. I have in my backlog. I can do it in a day if I wanted to. And it's not necessarily, like, eight hours. I just give myself eight hours. Gotcha. Just because I'm not, like, I'm not rushing. And I'm What's the time? on on this, like doing other projects at the same time. Gotcha. What's the time frame you'd give someone? Though, so I say my wedding was uh, October, 
It was on Halloween. Seven weeks. Seven weeks. So that's, yeah, so that's all that point being, like seven weeks, you just give yourself that time because you don't want to say, hey, I'll do it next week. No. You know you can if you really were going to do it. Yeah, yeah. If you put the time, like, all right, I'm going to do this right now. Easily. But you give it seven weeks because you don't know what's going to pop up. You don't know what they're yep. people are coming up, what's more urgent or what's not urgent. And um, so I feel bad when people come on, but it's like, hey, like I'm trying to get in banking as many podcasts as I possibly can. If I travel, if I'm not here. Yeah. But that editing does take a while. And that's okay. a lot of things people don't understand, like having a podcast, being a content creator like you are. Your pages in the background right now. We're gonna get to that maybe in the next podcast, but like just coming up with these content, like these ninety second reels, takes a lot longer <laughs> than what people think. Yeah. It does. It's not that simple. Like it actually takes time, mm. and you're doing that while you're making like the actual product for the client, and then you got to go back and make some some content for yourself, right? And then making that is it takes a while. Sometimes like you'll see like a 10, 11 second. Like, real, and you think, like, oh, that took no time. That joint probably took, like, 30 minutes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Minimum. That's yeah. easily minimum. And, like, when I first started doing them, I was, it was taking me, like, I was always, like, you know, part of, like, I knew, like, Adobe Illustrator, like, mm-hmm. kind of familiar with Premiere, stuff like that. But, like, I was still taking, like, different, like, point of views. I'm, like, and YouTube and videos, YouTube University, and, like, oh, what can I do to cut this up, make it look different, make it look cool? Yep. That's the hardest part at first when you're coming up with your ideas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, my reels have definitely evolved, gotten better, getting more views now, oh, yeah. getting your opinion with it. Yep. And um, just that's the hard part now. Mm-hmm. Well, originally, the part now is easy. Now I'm, like, oh, like, uh, I put up a reel today of uh, the twins, and that took me maybe, like, 20 minutes to do. Yeah. And it's just, like, damn, all right, this is easier now. But still, at 20 minutes – and I have to continue putting out reels if I want to explode and get bigger and get more eyes on the product. Yeah. yeah. That 20 minutes turns into just one hour a day just dedicated to the Instagram page because you put you put, you put up five a day. That's it. That's an easy it's an easy hour. Exactly. And TikTok. And then it's TikTok after that because you have to yeah. do both if you want to blow up. <laughs> you got to touch yeah. every site too. And now I, I don't even know this. And Brandon's like, are you doing shorts? I'm like, what the hell is shorts? And he's like, that's YouTube's reel. I'm like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah, YouTube's right. shorts is yeah. it, man. And those are, those, are go- those are blowing up too. Those are like those are getting monster views now. Yeah. And then that's what would you like? How would you rank them? What's more like if you're like, you know, obviously you're a content creator, are you doing real shorts, TikToks, or what's like your how would you rank them in like like priority? So TikTok probably number one, because TikTok is like the wild card. Like you can literally blow up mm. off of you have right. a good piece of content talking. And then boom, you blow. People go to your podcast, now they keep watching. Yeah. So TikTok number one. Instagram is just everybody's there so i'd say number two but it's a close number two because youtube shorts can youtube is just hard to grow on overall Mm -hmm. but sure like it's gotten a lot better recently though specifically with the shorts it's like it's getting kind of not it doesn't match tiktok yeah tiktok has like their algorithm is ridiculous something 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 crazy yeah but youtube because of the shorts that's gained a lot of traction more people are starting to use it now and those are kind of those are the, the YouTube is probably going to surpass Instagram within the next year or so in terms of just Easily. like they're getting really good at like getting eyes on stuff that you know, like getting your stuff to people who like that who like like it. what you do yeah exactly on, on like Instagram where they're not even showing you I don't even see some, some of the stuff on the podcast I don't see it until like seven days ten days crazy. later. it's crazy I'm crazy. like oh I didn't even see this like I'm trying to like everybody's stuff yeah. and 
I might even get to see the content that I like to see. So it's nuts. I know people probably don't even see my stuff too. And then, but then you see like uh, somehow you see like a girl's ass on like World Star. It's like how the <laughs> hell? It's like about a nowhere. We're in the podcast yesterday, and Clara's looking at my phone because I'm like trying to see like I don't even know what I was doing. She's like, oh, I what is that? There's some girl brushing her teeth, but it looked like she was like dripping coming in her mouth. Oh, and it's yeah, like, and it's like I don't know why that's there. But then it's meanwhile, the algorithm knows what you like. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't see Alan stuff. And I'm always trying hey, to like Alan hey, stuff. Hey, listen. Listen, I just got in trouble for that. Right, right before we came, right before I came here. It's kind of like a similar situation. No. That's why I'm like, five, I was like five minutes late. That's because I just got into this conversation with my girl. Oh, well, do you like? That's, that's why it's that's coming up. TikTok algorithm. <laughs> She's going to laugh if she sees this. We dead just talked about this. I was saying kind of like a similar situation. Like some girl was like shaking her ass and you're like. So she was, she was watching something on TikTok and she was laughing. She was like, oh, I like this. Like some dude had some tattoos. So she was like, oh, those tattoos are mad fresh or whatever. So I was like, what tattoos are you talking about? Because I was editing. And so I went over and I seen it. And then it was like, the tattoos was dead fresh. I was like, oh, this is clean. And then I was joking with her. And I was just like, oh, yeah, this is what, you, this is what you're looking at? You're looking at niggas' tattoos. You're going to throw right back at <laughs> yeah, so I was joking with her. And then she was just like, she was like, no, like, I don't be watching that type of stuff. Like, whatever. It's right there. And I was just like, <laughs> right you know, you see it. And she's like, nah, it just popped up. Like, it's fitness stuff. So she's, yeah. you know, she's a personal trainer. So I was just joking with her. And then she was just like, let me see yours. And I was just oh like, my. <laughs> I was just like, nah. <laughs> I said, nah, you're not going to see it because you already know what be. Like, you already seen it. Because last time she was talking about, Oh, all you ever see on your TikTok is like ass shaking and all that. Yeah, and I was like, that's not true. Not true. You it's, might get you might get a lucky roll for like not, a good listen. ten minutes. You got you <laughs> stuff for sports, you know, the video games, all the stuff. You, all I be watching stuff. is mad like, dog videos, mad like dog and animal videos that be just having me crying, and then yeah. like some Trinidadian and Jamaican like and Haitian like comedy. So she's like, oh, let me see it, let me see it. So I was like, all right, whatever, boom. So I'm scrolling. Nothing, 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 nothing. I was like, you see? And then nothing, and then, nothing. And then some girl just standing there, bro. She was just, stand, she didn't do nothing. She was just like standing there uh-huh. and like trying to look cute or whatever. And then she was like, you see? What is this? <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I'm like, I was like, it was like literally one out of 20. Right. Is that one out of 20 gets you in trouble? Literally, she's like, that's 5%. So you be on there 5%, you're on there 5% looking at girls. And I was like, but she wasn't even shaking her ass or nothing like that. She's like, that's even worse. She was just standing there. Shake some ass. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, it just happened. Like, I wasn't, I'm not looking for it. It just popped up. It just happens. It, it'd be that world star sponsored by Britney's booty. It's like, God damn it, Britney's booty. Got me in trouble. The 5%. Thank you. 5% right there. But, um, yeah, no, shorts is definitely big. Because Brandon was telling me that, like, obviously the shorts pop up. Mm-hmm. People are most likely going to click your page after. Then mm-hmm. they see all your YouTube, yeah. your podcast. So I definitely have to get shorts more. Uh, I, have, I posted one clip of Carl, actually, mm-hmm. and uh, did pretty well. Carl actually did a lot of shorts of his podcast with uh, Bo, actually. Yeah. And all this stuff got like a couple thousand of all of them. And I'm like... I've been slacking on shorts. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, me too. And it's, it takes two seconds. Yeah, after you, like, you know, like after you really did Made the Real, all you have to do is put it on awesome. YouTube now. Man, I've been... I've been slacking on Instagram in general. I just be editing so much that I don't have. T- I don't feel like the energy to go and put it to myself. That's the, that's the thing yeah. too. Like with me, when people are like, I have so many podcasts. I've like even you've been on a couple where I haven't put up a lot of reels. It's like I'm trying to put up a few of everybody. Then yeah. you know I have a I have a full time job, trying to hit the gym. I'm traveling, so it's like tough to put everyone's reels up, and I feel bad. But like it's just like you said, it's like damn. Like I need some uh, like for myself too to enjoy myself before I go like 
crazy because it's a lot of it's a lot of work. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah, it's like it's cool. Like Joe Rogan, you think Joe Rogan's doing all that stuff? No, he has a director. Oh, he has a he team. Has, yeah, he got a nice team. He's yeah. got literally yeah. like several social media guys, probably. Yeah. yeah. So it's um yeah it's a lot it's a lot and um I'm gonna wrap this one up so we can have a full on podcast. You know I appreciate um you coming through helping me out and um. Yeah, anytime I have questions, you're always, you know, there. You're always helping me out. And, um, you know, I appreciate you coming through with, Al, with Carl. Yes, sir. With Diego that time. Uh, Nano, El Rey. It's all, it's all good vibes. And, um, you know, I'm definitely come out to see you in Miami a couple yes, of weeks. Yes, sir. Um, it's going to be a good time. We're getting into the next podcast if you want to tell your story. And uh, so get him now while he's here. He has like a week left. Yeah, so I um, haven't got a chance. It's over. Took too long. You slacked. By the time you see this, he's going to be gone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it's over. We'll be in Miami. He'll be taking shots of me going crazy at the Dolphins game. <laughs> yes, he has some good premium content. So, <laughs> um, yeah, not for sure. So, uh, maybe do you have any last words for the 50th episode, Alan? Hey, keep going. Don't let this 50th be the last. You're definitely going to keep it rolling. I'll bring my portable sure mic we're gonna have a podcast at the stadium don't let it <laughs> that's just actually clear as hell yeah. the portable ones for the iphone i believe clear i believe yeah um you said your last words before but anything this is gonna be the last time they see you on this episode bo tune into the next one i'll be here you will <laughs> let's get it baby You are on the EG Pot of Thunder, the 50th episode, baby. Let's get it. Ah, uh, what up, what up, what up? Yo, yo, so 50th episode, my guy Angel Sanchez. Oh, what was good? What's good, Hassan? Let's <laughs> get it. Hey, you, you got cool. mine too. So you're on the 50th episode. I'm going to put you over here real quick. You can see this. What up? Yo, so my guy Angel, he's out here balling. You mass dark. He's out here balling, dude. Oh, he is going. <laughs> yo, he, he my guy is putting in work this season. And I called it. I've I called the beginning. I've seen season. the highlights. Yeah. So, uh, yo, shout out to you putting your thing in, or you're putting all your work in. I love to see that shit. Uh, you, you're my for guy. Sure. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm, I'm, I'm glad you came through. Put your commitment on the EG Pot of Thunder. Thanks for sure. You know I had to. Hey, hey, and you're putting your work in UMass Dartmouth right now. So, like, um, yeah. yeah, so, like, what uh, what do you guys say about your season right now? What Like, what's your thought process on, like, the next step for you? Uh, I mean, right now we're just taking it one game at a time. I think we 6-1 overall right now, first in our conference. So, you know, just taking one oh, game yeah. at a time pretty much. We start the playoffs pretty soon. But, like I said, one game. We've got three games left in the season. You know, offense is doing good, defense is doing good. So, yeah, man, you're you're, you're definitely a big part of it. You're definitely uh, what's your stats right now? I mean, I know you're balling out. The game I went to, you had two official touchdowns, three. You lost that kid, but it, was, it didn't count because you're a lineman, <laughs> yeah. fucking guy. But so, yeah. what's, what's your what's your stats right now? So, I think I have 32 receptions for 765 yards Damn. and six touchdowns hey, in five games. You're balling. At, uh, Overall seven. Hey, you you balling out, man. I appreciate. I, I love to see that. I love to see guys from Rhode Island balling Damn. out. And, appreciate. Now uh, for sure, man. And uh, and you've been a big part of the EG Pot of Thunder. You were a guest host during the summer. A lot of that not released yet. So if you have any <laughs> words for the EG Pot of Thunder, so like, what's your what's your thoughts on the EG Pot of Thunder so far? Hey, man. Everybody, keep tuning in. Subscribe. Do all that. Keep in. 
you know, with my boy Effie, he got a whole lot of new stuff coming up. So just stay tuned in. Hey, for sure, man. I you know I appreciate you coming through. You're you know you're one of my guys, one of my one of my young guys. You know, one of one of Brandon's good friends, and uh, you know, like I said yes, on the podcast, man, I appreciate you coming through. I appreciate you like putting that work in, and uh, you know that friendship we have we formed through Brandon, which is dope, man. Yeah, for sure. Appreciate you for having me, dog. Hey, for sure, man. And uh, let me know what the I can't come through the regular season because I'm, I'm traveling to New Orleans, but let me know about the playoffs. I'll come through. For sure, I got you, dog. Oh, yeah. Hey, for sure. Uh, let me know. Let me know, and I hope you uh, continue the season good, and uh, let me know about the playoffs. All right, bro. Much love. Appreciate you. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the EG Pot of Thunder for the 50th episode with your boy, the young, light-skinned Key Sweat, here with my brother, my literal brother, Badufo. Budufu. Budufu. Oh. I gotta change that. I gotta... I gotta... I gotta fucking reactivate my old Instagram, but yeah, for now, beautiful. Wait, so you have your old Instagram? You just haven't reacted? It was deactivated. Activated? I just I haven't got around to reactivating it. Why the hell would okay, you just okay. reactivate it from the beginning? I've been lazy. I gotta, I gotta do it, though. I gotta do it. I reactivate <laughs> the hell, you have a lot more followers on that page. I know, I know. That's what I'm saying. I gotta reactivate it. It's gonna take too long to gain those followers back, so. Okay. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's why when I had the podcast, I reached out to Alan. He's on this episode, actually, of the 50th episode. And uh, I was asking him, like, hey, I'm going to start, like a, like, a travel page. Not the podcast page. That's different. But I'm going yeah. to do a travel page. And he's like, and I'm like, should I make my personal and travel page different or should I combine them? And he's like, bro, fuck that. He's like, make your personal, your travel page. Make it your public page because it's going to be impossible to gain more followers. And if people don't like your content, then screw them. Just they can, there's an unfollow button for a reason. So he, well, he said combine. Yeah, he said combine them. He said don't make two separate pages. He's like I had a photographer page and my personal. He's like I literally just have my personal as my photographer page now. People don't like it. That's why there's an unfollow button. Yeah, it's true. Hey, yeah, because I mean I had the po- I have the podcast page and my personal slash travel page, and that's a lot. Sometimes I'm looking at like myself and I'm like, wait, which one's which again? I'm like yeah. starting stuff. I'm like trying to talk to somebody. I'm like. This response like Elray or you, I'm like, I'll send a meme for my podcast page. It's me either way, but it's like, oh, it's just like too much. Imagine yeah. having three pages. Maybe for like your business, but like for your content, you know, keep that shit. Yeah, I mean, it is who I am. Obviously, in the podcast, um, this is another uh, disclaimer, guys, or uh, preferably females. Obviously, if I'm talking to you in the future or if I'm talking to you now or in the past, if I say stuff on the podcast, everything isn't true. Like little Dirk says. Um, for the feds, this is you know this is not true. This is all made up. Half the shit is made up. Derekio. Yeah, I mean, I forgot what he exactly says. You know that the disclaimer he gives in the beginning of that song. Oh, I thought you were talking about the whole. No, no, Derek. He's like, no, this is not real because like you know, uh, like, feds are like using their <laughs> lyrics now for like. Yeah, I thought you were talking about him and like cheating on India. I don't know if you know about that. Uh, no, I, I seen that. I seen that. Yeah, <laughs> that's so, what no, talking no, about. No, I'm talking about when the disclaimer he gives from that song. He's like, this right. shit is not real. <laughs> Because yeah. it's like when you know wrestling. You know, I know you're a wrestling fan as well. I know you dropped off recently. Like it happens to everybody in their teens, but um, I know you know the the basics behind it. Like Stone Cold, everybody says like the the best people. Yeah, Stone Cold out there is me, but turned up to like a thousand. So I'm doing shit like I wouldn't always do. Like yeah, is that me out there? Is that the Rock out there? Yeah, I'm sure. But you think he's out here fucking raising his eyebrows? Everybody grabbing his dick when he's like talking? No. Like you think, 
you know, they're being actually mean to everybody when they're out there. No, it's a gimmick. No. Like they're saying shit to get more eyes in the product, which is, yeah. you know, the past right now. Yeah. Well, some people don't, you know, 49 episodes in, you know, that some things I say are true, you know, it's, it's to me to an extent, but, um, you know, when we're having the comedy podcast, like with the twins or something yeah, and we're talking about porn or whatever, you know, like you think everything I'm saying is true. No, half of it's like entertainment <laughs> values, like to gather more eyes, more views. And it's entertainment at the end of the day. Like, you know, if I'm just having a regular conversation about what I did at work, yeah. are people going to tune in? Exactly. People need to understand like the difference between the two. Honestly. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, if you're a female watching this, um, this is my disclaimer, you know, everything I'm saying is true for entertainment values. So, um, you know, this probably be more the, probably the realest podcast, uh, I'll have, um, talking about, you know, cause this is gonna be a relationship, uh, between me and you are die dynamic. So, um, you know, I don't think I'm gonna be making, uh, crazy jokes. That's not true. It's gonna be like a pretty factual podcast. So that's a disclaimer for this one, that this is going to be, uh, pretty into deep. Real. You know? What do you say? The pretty deep podcast, you know? Yeah. You know, we had, yeah, um, down to the dirt. Yeah. You know, before, and I think people, um, you know, we had, has us on before, um, but it didn't go uh, as I thought it could have gone. I think it could be a, a lot better, more in depth, and more real conversation than episode twenty five or not episode twenty five is Carl, whatever our numbered episode was. I think uh, it could have been a lot more uh, detailed and better, in my opinion. And I've grown as a uh, host and more comfortable on the mic at this point, so I think we can lead uh, better off topics in this point of time. So, um. Yeah, you know, I think people are, um, you know, sometimes people may not say it, but are intrigued in, like, uh, people's dynamics. And I think uh, everyone knows that uh, at this point, that me and you have, uh, you know, we're close, we're, uh, we have a good bond with each other. Sure. Uh, yeah, through the, I would I say morally good and great times opposed to bad times. There's always bad times or, like, rock. I would say bad times more like rocky roads yeah, and, uh, relationships, but, you know, because just people have bad relationships with their brothers or siblings and their family. And yeah, I but say, man, the Rocky Roads is what builds it, you know? So it gets yeah. it done. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I agree. Um, you know, it's not going to be easy, but I think for the most part, you know, um, like I was having this conversation uh, earlier with one of my friends, like um, travel partners isn't the easiest thing. I think that's when you can tell when you're really comfortable with somebody, even traveling with them. And oh, traveling, sure. um, yeah, and traveling with family can be tough. You know, those, those big family travels it's like oh my god i do not want to be around after like fucking two days when i go home yeah like this is stupid i don't know why i came here last time with this guy or girl or cousin so even that alone you know like i have a like i say my i have a short list of people who i travel with or i'll be open to travel with um you being on that list for sure and uh that's not a, yeah that's not okay. an easy list to make I fucking hate traveling motherfuckers who complain all the time or like, you know. It's the worst. Or um, I was uh, – our topic today was fresh on my mind. I – on the travel plans, I can't stand a motherfucker who's a – I don't care. I'm with whatever. Okay, let's do this. Not that though. You just said whatever. Right. <laughs> I gave you the plan. I'm that guy. I'm not that guy, but I'm the guy who's like, I'm down for whatever, but I'm really down for whatever. I hate when people say that shit, and then you fucking want to go somewhere, want to do something, and they automatically switch their fucking plans. Yeah, so you're not that guy. I'm talking about the guy. I'm I'm typically the planner, as you know, but I hate Or the they, they, they want to do... Well, you're, you're broke up right there. What'd you say? <laughs> what? 
You really said, yeah, exactly what yeah, you, that guy yeah. who's, yeah, I'm down with whatever. Okay, let's go to the Saints game. Ah, not that, though, bro. Okay, yeah. you just said whatever. Okay, so if not the Saints game, then what? I don't know. I'm with whatever, though. Motherfucker, <laughs> I just said the Saints game. So what do you want to do? And I don't that, understand why they hate those motherfuckers. And at that moment of time, if that happens on vacation, I'm like, you're done. Cut off. <laughs> I'm never going on vacation with you ever again. You're, you're done. I can't stand that, that guy. Yes, that oh, that guy is the worst. Or, yeah, that guy that guy is essentially the worst. So, like, you're not that guy. My guy, Steve's not that guy. We're going to New Orleans in October for Halloween, second year in a row. Steve's a great travel partner. And, um, Shout out, Steve. My guy, my Toya Mania, baby. Um, that's the topic we talk about real quick, though. So, like, um, travel partners, like, I think what makes a good travel partner is communication. Like okay. communication, like guy or girl, communication is big in every relationship. But on the top topic of traveling, it's like with Steve. Hey, this is an example immediately. Actually, I'm like, hey, I want to go to the Saints game again because Saints games are nuts. He's like, um, well, we just went to a Saints game last year. I'm gonna be my girlfriend. I think you just lagged out for like two minutes. I said, um, so example with Steve. I'm like, hey, like I'm gonna go to the Saints game again this year. They're facing the Raiders on Halloween. Um, I think it'll be maybe it's on Halloween, but maybe it's Halloween weekend we're going. I'm like, it'll be fire to go to. And he's like, oh, I just went with you last year to the game. I'm gonna be with Rebecca, his girlfriend. He's like, I think we're gonna pass. And I'm like, all right, bro, it's all cool with me. Instead of the, oh yeah, bro, I'll let you know. I'll think about it. When he already knows he doesn't want to go. Yeah. Those people, like, all right, you know you don't want to go. Just say no. Why do you have to play the game like, I don't know, bro. I'll let you know. I'll think about it. I think I'm, it's more they don't want to, like, let you down. You know what I mean? They don't want to. But at the end of the day, they're making shit more complicated. You know what I mean? Bro, like, you're making more shit more complicated. You're making me, you're letting me down even more. Because at that point, <laughs> at that point, I could have already bought the tickets. If I'm yeah, going to go by myself, like, I'll go by myself. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why do you have to lie and be like, uh, I don't know, bro. I'll let you know. But you're making me more upset when you're just not telling the truth and not communicating. Nah, yeah, it's it's because they're trying to like you know they're trying to pull it off. They don't want to be rude or something, but they're just wasting your fucking time and they're making shit even more complicated. Because now you have high expectations, but you already know deep down that shit's never really gonna happen. So you gotta like juggle around it. And then what happens, right? Is they'll say that, and then every one it'll be every like out of ten times, every one out of ten. Where they'll actually hit you back and be like, oh, I'm actually down. And then that one out of ten time, you, you made plans with somebody else. So now you're, it's like, fucking. And then, and then they get mad. Exactly. And then they no, get no, pissed off. So. When I asked you to go to the Saints game, you don't want to go. So I, I asked Cam instead. And Cam's like, I'm down. Bought a ticket with Cam. And it'll be that one time, like you said, oh, so we're down with that Saints game? Mother, you're never exactly. down. You're exactly. never down. All of a sudden, now today, you're down. Then they're like, oh, you could, oh, I told you, I maybe. Yeah, you always say maybe. <laughs> you always say maybe, you know, come. So why was this time exactly. any different? And those that that's why those travel people are done. They're done. Like this, my list is short. And you being on that list. So yeah. yeah so um yeah, so I mean that's um yeah, so being on that list, we have been to a, a lot of places together, but um a lot of you know a lot of the time, you know, when you're younger, teenager, well still a teenager, but um no, high school, middle school. What's like the earliest? Uh, what do you say? Twenty. Oh, yep. 
was a teenager, now 20. So we've been to places in your in your 20s as well, technically too, not this point. Um, <laughs> where what's like your earliest like memory you could think of of me and you they doing something together where you're like, all right, this is something where uh, I feel like this bond coming up or like just the earliest recollection you can remember of us. Oh, like traveling or um, traveling like, a, like memory. Like we're like, oh, uh, right, this is where like, you know, what's your earliest remember your recollection of me like taking uh, like a role, a prominent role in your life? My first recollection of like uh, actually like starting to like hang out a lot more. I was probably, I don't know. I don't even know how old I was. Like you were, just, you were in high school. You were having a fucking, you were having a banger at the house, <laughs> and uh, came came downstairs and uh, you kicked me out. I was pissed. And then fucking mom came down. <laughs> mom brought me down. I was like, bring me downstairs. So he brought me downstairs and we started playing fucking. He put me. <laughs> started playing pong. <laughs> at your fucking. I went to your house party. That's probably my earliest recollection of fucking. Uh, I think that's the night I met Aunt too. Yeah, so yeah, I met good, good possibility. If you're playing pong, I mean, Ant was there. I'm, I'm almost positive he knows. I'm pretty sure that's how I, I remember the fucking story. But yeah, it's probably my earliest recollection of like, I'd say, memory, I guess, of like bonding, probably traveling. Uh, I mean, we fucking, our first like travel destination to Florida, really. Fucking dad was out in Florida. Yeah, the oh yeah, like a Disney trip. We went to like Disney. Yeah, Island Disney Adventures. Orlando, Universal, and then obviously you started playing a very important role in my life when like I started getting into sports and like you started taking like uh, a more prominent position in like the fatherhood like role. You know what I mean? And like really like being there for me for everything. That's when it really started to like switch. It was probably when I started playing sports. Yeah, well, one. If I kicked you out, it's probably because I don't want you to be around people who are drunk. So I'm not saying it was, I'm not saying it was a bad thing. Um, I think I, I beat you in that one right there. Like, no, he's coming out. Like, I'm trying to save him. What the hell is like being around like a kid and being around your parents who are smoking? It's like, I don't want to be out here, uh, you know, giving bad examples. So mom plus one Effie in that category. But, um, the, the earliest memory I can recall would be, um, I was that. I don't know if I was in college at that point. It had to be because I was wearing an Ed Hardy sweater. It wasn't the earliest memory, but it's like one of the ones I remember the most is uh, when I took you like front, like court, not court side, but um, ring side seats to Raw. And I was like, so it was like a surprise to your birthday. And, oh, yeah, I do remember that. I do remember that. Yeah, so you were younger, but I was obviously there for like everything. That's one of the times where I was like, I can't remember like jump starting like everything because I think that was probably before you started playing football. So uh, I remember no, that. I definitely like, was. Definitely was. I, that's what I'm saying. Like the our, my earliest like funnelation of like brotherhood started earlier than like the fatherhood stage. I guess it's kind of weird, like putting it in stages, but like that's how I, that's how I think about it. But um, actually, yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, it started. So it kind of started off with wrestling. Yeah. So you're sweet. So you're saying that the pong day was more of like a, the brotherhood or you say like yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, it, like, that, that's what i'm saying like, that's more like that's like my earliest memory of like us like starting to get close like real close you know what i mean and then me seeing you as more of like a a father figure and a person to like seek out to if i needed anything 
like I call that the fatherhood stage. That was more of like when I started playing sports. Like when I started getting into sports, you know what I mean? And you started like being more of that figure. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, yeah, I think wrestling definitely uh, jump started maybe like the having something to connect over. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, like the brotherhood connection. Yeah, because, you know, like I forget who says something. I think, uh, I think Junior one time, I think it was actually remember going to DR. He was like, um, you know, it's kind of tough. He's like, when he told me sometimes, like, oh, like I'll reach out to Junior every now and then. And he'll be like, he'll ask for updates on you. And I'm like, yeah, bro, this is what's going on with Brandon. Like, if you want to reach out to him, whatever. He's like, I always think that's like kind of like a weird position because like, he's like, bro, I'm like 20 years older than Brandon. He's like, what, like, what can be really bound over when I'm, when he's like at 12 and I'm 32 and I'm, I'm like, I mean, that is a good solid, that's a solid <laughs> point. So like, you know, if I'm, cause I'm 10 years older than you. So like, if I'm, so if you're the wrestling, probably at that point is like seven. So I'm like 17. And that's when I kind of like fell off of wrestling. I was out of wrestling from like high school. Maybe picked on maybe like 17, 18 because of you. I was like, oh, like there's something you can bond over. Yeah. And like sports. So like what else would be like, obviously we live together and shit like that at that point. But it's like, what are we really <laughs> bonding over? Like, so like, I'm saying like kind of point to junior. He's like, well, so we're going to talk about like, you know, like that's a 20 year difference. It's, it's kind of tough. So like wrestling, I think definitely formed that, um, formed that bond over brotherhood first. Oh yeah, for sure. I think that I think the same thing because I mean you're right. Like you can't really like you you are right. We 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 really can talk about like you're ten, you are ten years older than me, so we can't really like. Yeah, think about it, like the junior made a great point. It's like twenty years. That's that's a big difference. And like you're twenty. I think when you're like twenty four and like kind of example like with me and Richie, like we actually when the podcast hasn't dropped yet at this point, but um, you know, going back to that for an example, he's like we bond over like travel. And like same mindset for like business mindset, but other than that, we really don't have much in common. And I'm like, yeah, we don't. Like other than like fitness and like the gym and like like what he just said. Yeah. What do you think about it? it's like? Yeah, what would he talk to like so like a 25 year old and like a 45 year old can bond or 30 and 50, but like mm -hmm. a 30 and a 10 year old is like what the fuck are we gonna talk yeah. about? <laughs> how how was right. school? And I never really thought about it until the junior said that. I'm like, that's a that's a very very solid point. It is. Do you think that may have like a reason to do like sometimes where like fathers and like sons who don't play sports or have that say like there's like a football dad and like a, a son who's like a just into academics do you think that plays a role and sometimes why fa like family members are just like clash and they don't have much in common or that bond shit definitely but like at that point you got to find something like you have to find something because it's <sighs> You become like a stranger in your own home. Exactly. Like, it's hard. Like, that. that's like, I don't know. Like, I don't even know how to explain that. Like, because if I have a kid and like he's not interested in any sports and shit like that, I mean, I got to find something to somehow, some way to talk to this motherfucker. Like, I'm not just going to like not talk to him. You know what I mean? So, I mean, yeah, it's definitely hard. But I definitely think some parents grow like resentment to that sometimes where it's like, like, um, yeah, like that's the sound of resentment. Like, oh, this kid's not gonna play sports, then whatever, screw this kid. Like, there's examples even like in our family where that's like, uh, you know, like the dad doesn't even like reach out to like the kid and shit like that. And it's like, what are you yeah. doing? Like, what, do you think that's good parenting? And like, I think you know, um, I I would see that in our family, and in, like just a plenty of like uh, 
you know, examples and people's life who make it like who, like, you know, like a 50 cent who had no parents or like name the, the athlete or artist who doesn't have a dad. I've probably heard the story and it's like, why did you think that was a good idea? Like I, I don't, so when I see that, I'm like, you know, growing up, um, you know, don't want to get to the, the reasoning, stuff like that. But, you know, our dad wasn't there for when I was growing up for you know, a good amount of my events yeah. and, um, and a lot of my sports uh, events, he wasn't there. And, um, this major events in like high school, he wasn't there. So it's like just growing up myself. It's like, why am I going to use that? Because some people may be like, Oh, they grow bitter. And they're like, Oh, I, was, I had no one. So I don't give a shit. I'm going to be a lone wolf. I seen that complete opposite where I'm like, no, like, you know, Brandon Casey here, you know, Casey didn't play sports, but I went to, well, she did like cheerleading for like one year and I would go to like all the games. I'd like, you know, watch her chair, sit, like be right there, take pictures of her. Um, any events she had for like academic wise or singing, I was there and I was like, why am I going to like, you know, I'd use that to be like, I wish I had someone there for my game to store my first touchdown, my first high school touchdown, my first high school interception and stuff like that. So I'm like, you know, I wish like, you know, looking at the stands, it's like, oh, I wish, you know, like he would have been here right now. So like for me, I'm like, you know, this is going to be where I can, you know, make sure Casey and Brandon have someone and, um, yeah, someone there for their events, you know, it's not a dad, but you know, someone, um, you know, they can look up to you and they know I'm going there for no matter what. Nah, yeah, for sure. I mean, some people too, I think it's like, like people who don't have like fathers and stuff, it definitely like gives them motivation and stuff and you can't really like get, let it get to your head, you know, you gotta use it as motivation. Fuel, fuel, fuel for your fire, you know, because uh, yeah, then it gets you, you know, spiral of shit's gonna distract you. But I definitely agree, yeah. Like, if your kids, like, if you're a big sports guy and your kid's fucking like a nerd, I mean, you can at least show up to like their fucking math competitions or some shit, like, you know what I mean? Like, be supportive. It's just, I think that I feel like that's most of the bond with like. Parents in general is just being there, like you know. Yeah, you know, because like you know, mom was at my uh, my sporting events, and she has literally probably no. I mean, she tries to act like she does, but she doesn't know like the details of football and what's completely going on. But uh, you know, yeah, you know, at least she's making the effort to go, and um, yeah, you know, sometimes she was working, but there was times like, did you like? I'm not sure if like you noticed, but like, there's always those sports like uh athletes parents who are always there at that point like uh are you like do you appreciate it or you're just like you don't know this because like even like uh bo bo's dad was there every single practice and everybody knew bo's dad was there every single practice and um like with you like for the most part until like senior year because i was trying to get to that point give you your space because you know you're going through stuff and stuff like that but before that i was at like every single practice you know like shine's dad was there all the time the twins' dad was always there. Helio's dad would make every now and then. Angel's parents were always there. His dad was always there no matter what. Um, like, at that point, like, what's your thought process? Do you care about that? Are you like, oh, that's cool? Is, do you notice that, like, do you appreciate it more down the line? Or at that point, you're just like, oh, this guy's just following me everywhere. No matter what I do, he's always here. Wasn't nah, I, didn't, I think what I like that. I definitely appreciated it. And I definitely, like, it definitely pushed me to go harder, honestly, because I, I realized that, like, I wasn't just playing like for me in a way. I was playing more like to live up to like a standard, I guess you could say. I mean, if that sounds correct. But like I was, I was playing for like 
don't know how I could say that. I was playing for like uh, I was playing for something more than myself. Like I actually wanted to like put in the effort and stuff. Obviously, like that year when I was going through stuff, I was fucking aggravated and shit. So, but like, nah, I really did appreciate it, and everybody else, I'm sure too, appreciate it. But then again, there's like kids on our team whose dads went, and they would like fucking beef with their dad and shit like that. And it's like, bro, like. Because yeah, their parents just want the best for them, you know what I mean? And then, like, they're getting mad because they're fucking, their parents are telling them constructive criticism. It's like. Yeah, but I think at some point, you were that kid. I, I definitely was, yeah. I was but trying like, to say something you were going through and you were, I'm not, I mean, yeah, let's, uh, again, disagreements. I wouldn't say arguments more, but disagreements. I mean, um, yeah. So, I mean, like, but those other kids who were, like, full on arguing, like, on the field type. Yeah, of that's thing. what I'm saying. Like, that, like, that's ridiculously that came to a different point but for like me and you i feel like it was more of just like because i was going through other stuff that was like on my mind so like on the field i was more of like just i wasn't even paying i didn't even really care i was just like lost so i was more of like uh uh more of like uh living up to something like i felt like i wasn't living up to like the expectation so it was more like well that but junior year you felt like you weren't living up to expectations yeah that's what i'm saying like i felt like i wasn't like i i, I knew i wasn't living up to expectations but i knew i wasn't performing how i was say, supposed to be. are you thinking like just to me or to your teammates as well because i feel like you know you were playing sophomore year and then you definitely had that down here are you feeling like damn like my teammates aren't they also are down looking down upon me like i should be performing more for my teammates well yeah definitely like Obviously, you, but definitely my teammates too. Like my teammates would be checking me all the time. Like Angel would come in the locker room. They all like, they all knew like what was going on. It wasn't just you. They all knew. Like everyone knew. Like everyone who cool like me and my teammates were all like we go to school all fucking day. We hang out all fucking day after school. So we were all like, pretty much like brothers, pretty pretty much. So they all knew like what the fuck was happening on a day to day basis. So they would check me all the time, like in practice in the locker room. Everywhere they'd be checking me, telling me like, I'm performing the way I'm supposed to be performing. And I like, cause they knew like it wasn't just like a, a random kid on like a f fucking team who just had no potential. Like they they knew that I wasn't giving in the effort I was supposed to be like, putting. In. They knew I wasn't playing 100. So. percent Do you feel like it's like the same type of pressure from me opposed to like the Angel or Twins Helio saying something to you, or are you getting mad at me? Are you getting mad at both of us at that point? Are you listening to anybody at that point? Nah, see, I, I was get I was getting more like angry and frustrated at you. I think that's more so because like I lived with you and like we were together twenty four seven. So I had to, like I couldn't like really run away from you. I had to see you all day. But like with my teammates, it was more just like that's when I really knew like like when like if a teammate checked me, I already like that's what made me feel like like, like I'm shit, a dickhead, like, and I'm a piece of shit. Like that's what made me realize like okay, what the fuck? But like for you, it was more like. Cause this would be like an all day, every day thing. Like I began check on my teammates every day, like during class and school. And then after school, I leave to go home and I'm fucking dealing with you telling me. So it was like, I already dealt with it all day. So now I'm going back to home. So now I'm taking anger out on you. And it was just like a constant roll on. But honestly, the, like where all the, like the frustration and shit was coming from, wasn't even from any of y'all to deal with in the first place. So yeah, like, yeah, like, um, <laughs> it's tough to, I mean, it is tough to give that balance where you don't want to be mad. Like 
you you're mad, but you don't want to be mad at somebody. But then like say like I'll give an example for me yesterday. Um, um, long story short, I lost something that I need like bad, and it's really expensive. And I don't even want to talk about. I'm gonna get mad right now. And I uh, just found out right before Bo came over for the live stream, the USG 211. So we're doing that on a Sunday. And I just found out right before. And I was pissed. And it's like, say if I was like my, maybe my wife or my girlfriend or something came home, something who I'm comfortable with. I probably have been like, give like verbal, like not verbal attitude, but maybe like really pissed off attitude. I've been like, oh, what the, like angry and stuff like that. But then Bo comes over and it's like, I have no one to be mad at except for myself. And it's like, mm-hmm. but he knew I was mad. He's like, bro, you're so, I can tell you're so pissed off. And like, I didn't want to do the podcast at that point. And like, it's tough to, a lot of people don't have that like moment to come back, think and react properly. So exactly. I'm just like flipping out. Like I could have flipped out on Bo, but where's that going to get me? Like, exactly. is it going to make it was, worse? Exactly. And that was like my year of like learning a lot of that shit. Cause like, again, I was still like, I was still growing. Like, I was a fucking. I was a kid in high school, so I was lear- I'm learning life lessons as I'm as I'm growing older. So that year in general taught me a lot of that shit, like a lot of like how to keep like my feelings and shit like to myself and like how to talk to people and whatnot. Because like again, it wasn't just you. Like I would obviously I'd be giving you like shit, like attitude and shit. But I would be giving it too to a lot of people who fucking didn't need or deserve it. Like fucking, I was fucking arguing with teachers. Fucking, I was giving attitude to my coaches and shit. So I was like. I was, I was literally doing it to like the worst of the people who I shouldn't have been, didn't deserve it. But that's a lot of people, a lot of the time, even now, like I see a lot of people who still can't handle that. Like, yeah, like maybe like I would handle it yesterday handle differently in high school. Maybe I would have flipped out on Bone and came over like, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, I, I wouldn't have, but like, you know, maybe, maybe differently. And like, oh, dude, I don't feel like doing this. Like I, you know, like I just pushed through it. I mean, I think if you watch that UFC 211 live stream yesterday, or catch bits and pieces, I don't think you could even notice that I was mad. But deep down, I was pissed. And um, you know, I listened to a Vince McMahon podcast. I listened to a lot of people who are, you know, entrepreneurs and who have made it in life. And uh, he was saying, like, you know, he's on the go 24-7. He owns a multi-million dollar business, billion dollar business. He's like, you know, you can be in a meeting right now, hear something you don't want to hear. And then five minutes later, I'm going into another meeting. He's like, what is me going into the next meeting going to accomplish if I'm mad? I'm going to make the next meeting worse. I might lose a multi-million dollar deal in this next meeting. And then I'm going to be mad, take that anger into the next meeting, lose a sponsor, lose this. Where is that going to get me? You're going to have to learn to be able to control your emotions and not show that on your face and go in happy. Exactly. I learned a lot of that from that year, especially like, growing wise like mentally like mindset wise alert a lot of that like triggered me to grow so i mean i'm kind of grateful that it happened at the same time like yeah i mean do i mean i don't know if it was something i said but where do you think where you learn like the lesson like who was like that person to get to you because i know at that point you know we were going to the gym at uh like every day with each other and there was conflicts even there. And like, I remember one time, I remember this like vividly when people are like, you get mad. And I'm like, no, I don't really get mad at all. But like, I think, I think of this example when people ask me, we're at LA Fitness. I remember the exact machine and everything. I'm not sure if you remember this. We were doing like tricep pull downs and uh, you're like, oh, what's like the workout? Like kind of like being like, like pissed off. Definitely during that time. And I said, oh, like three sets or eight or whatever I said. And you didn't do it. 
I remember like you did not do it. I'm like, you didn't finish the set and you got pissed. Then you gave me attitude or something like that. And I was just like, you know what? You can finish a workout by yourself. And I like, I just went to a different machine. I was pissed. I remember like being so angry and I was like, you know what? I'm leaving before I say something I regret. But a lot of people can't do that in the moment. And uh, that's an example of like, I remember thinking, I'm like, I, w- I was really mad at that point. But you know, other people would clap back or say something like they don't mean or, and I feel like a lot of people have that, like, that trigger. Um, you know, a lot of people we know who are just cl- said something they don't mean immediately. Yeah. And um, so I was like, you know what? Let him do his own thing. But that being said, it's because um, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I think he needs to work out with someone else. You started working out with Niome and, uh, and Dante. Deontay and Deontay and Naomi and um like I'm not sure if it was him but like where do you think like where was that like moment of like epiphany where you're like damn I'm I'm that I'm that I'm the person I'm wrong right now in these situations and what led you to change because that could be a lot to even like a lot of people never get to that point where you're like you know I need to change or did it come down the roads for you joining the Navy it was like a long journey a lot of it um uh, was the road like to join the Navy. But um, I think, was it Dion? I'm pretty sure it was Dion. One day we was working out and fucking, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Dion. One day we were working out and I was just mad. Like, I was mad about something. And he could tell I was mad. And I was like, I was just being like, I was pissed, like, while working out. I think we were doing, um, yeah, we were doing bench. And I was, I was in the middle of benching. And he, Dion, like, lifts really heavy. So we was, like, fucking 16, 17 years old with, like, fucking three plates on a press. Like, and I'm, I'm trying to do it. Like, I'm, and I'm really not putting my all into it because I'm pissed about another situation. He's, like, he's, he's like, yelling at me to push. And I'm, I'm, like, I can't do it. And I just drop it. Like, I just let, leave it down. And he gets pissed. Like, he gets pissed. And he takes me to, like, he's, like, get over here. And he starts, he, and I over there and he starts like telling me like all this shit like because he knows like he could, he could tell them like my mindset's off he starts telling me all this shit basically pretty much telling me like if you're not gonna fucking put your 100 off i don't even want to see you in the gym no more like don't even come back and after that day like that's kind of what like made a switch in my mind a little bit and then from there on out i think it was more just like learning lessons like slowly like putting two and two together and like learning like slowly how to like yeah, i think sometimes you need that like i was def i was for sure giving you that tough love yeah, switch my mindset. and i know like um you, just, you know mom was what you say what'd you say you cut off i said i know for sure i was giving you that like that uh tough love or talks you don't you didn't want to hear i know mom sometimes you know doing get her away um you know which can be uh in a different type of way. Everyone has their own way. But I think for sure, you know, us two were not getting to you. And uh, sometimes you need that tough love from someone else. Like, um, you know, I have, like, you know, this first time I'm really talking about, like I said, like my life and stuff like that. I've really talked about it. I, I think I gave Bobby a shout out one time. But there's always different people in your life that come about when I feel like people come in your life for like specific reasons. And I'm not sure if that was like Diomes purpose in your life but sometimes you need that tough love from somebody else like a like a coach nah like giving you shit or like diome or 
a Coach Green or you know someone like that? Like, would you say like that was Dion? Like, do you have anybody else? Like, do you think? Well, you said it was Dion, but like any other examples? You're like, damn, like they're kind of saying what I'm saying, but you're hearing it from somebody else, and you're like, okay, like I needed this talk. Yeah, Dion was a big one. Um, Someone who always like told me something whether I didn't want to hear it or not. Either honestly, was Gafar. Like he would always be like he would tell me things straight up like even if I at that time I was texting uh Julian a lot too Julian would, hold up you're you're uh you cut off you said Gafar would tell yourself you didn't want to hear and then oh yeah Gafar uh Julian I would text Julian a lot and ask him for like his advice and stuff about like the gym and like personal stuff and he would tell me his honest opinion all the time um there was definitely some other people man that like Oh, oh, Helio's dad. Helio's dad? I can hear that. He said, oh, Helio's dad. Yep, Helio's dad. That, mother that, that motherfucker would give it to me. That, his mom. Helio's mom, too. For sure, 100%. They were, Helio's parents, yeah, they would give it to me hard. Like They gave it to me hard. But like it, it was, it was more like a tough love. Like I knew it was out of love. Like they wasn't just telling me like to like fuck with me. Like it was out of love, like for sure. And they, they did like, they did honestly like love me, and they did have a lot of love for me. So, and I still text uh, Helio's mom, and then to this day, like I still communicate with them to this day. So you could, you that's how you know it's straight out of love. And honestly, too, I'd say uh, dad, because I like that was a big part. Yeah, of dad became a big part because, um, huh? You saying dad was a big part when you're hearing it's like we were talking about people putting you in check and shit like that. Oh yeah, that was a big part too because um, I remember like I, obviously I was I didn't get started knowing dad more until like like I didn't start creating that bond with dad until like sophomore year maybe uh, high school because like he was going through his whole thing you know and then like he he stopped and then he started getting like more involved as much as he could and. Uh, I think like I, I I think it affected me more from dad because like I didn't really talk to him like that. I was more like close with like you and mom, so I was hearing it from you and mom like every day. So I didn't really like think nothing of it. And then one day, dad, I I think you, I think I'm pretty sure it was you who went and told talked dad and tried to get dad to tell me to talk to me. I'm pretty sure and, and uh, called me one day and just started spazzing on me, like telling me like the shit he regrets doing and like how I need to fucking like switch myself up or I'm going to like end up doing stupid shit. And I think that's another big part that like made me uh like tune in really. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's when it's um, like you said at that point, I knew that's how it was. I know you were just like, I was around so much and uh, you know, you see me all the time and I know I think that was a big part of it. Like, I think it was just, Plus, like, my hormones and shit, I was going through, like, fucking puberty and shit, so I was, like, I don't know how to explain it. I was going through a whole lot of sh like, I was going through fucking hormones and a lot of shit with the girl and then fucking. Yeah, man, because, you know, because it becomes so. a lot. I know, like, you know, that's why, you know, I was going to go work out with Dion. And I think that's um something, it took, a, not, I don't want to say it took a lot for me, but I feel it takes a lot from other people at times, like other parents where I think, um. I don't know if she'll be watching this, but I think where that's where uh, mom can be at fault at times where she tries to put everything on her shoulders and she thinks she can change everything. 
Because I know yeah. sometimes you have to dictate where it's coming from. Like, I know at that point, I would just been wasting my breath if I continued to, just to hound you. Like, no, we're going to gym together. I know at that point, you would just been, like, giving me more attitude. I know you need that space away. So, you know, you need space to miss somebody. And um, that's where I was like, you know, go work out with Naomi. If you need to hear it from whoever, you know, cause at that point I was giving you typically rise in the morning to school, but you know, if you were going to get rise to, from Helio and Helio's parents instead, and I didn't tell Helio's parents to talk to you like, and, but they, like you said, everybody can see it on you at that point. Everybody like coach green, everybody yeah. could see it. So I don't need to tell anybody like, yeah, I did reach out to dad to talk to you at that point. I'm like, maybe dad can reach out to him. Maybe he'll hear better from him. But like, I wasn't telling, you know, the greens angels of the world to talk to you and you know people are just genuinely yeah. wanting the best for you and um you know if you need to hear from other people sometimes you know you need to get that off your shoulders and have someone else try to reach out to someone you care about and um you know that's a lot for some people because they think they could change everything i think sometimes too like some like like pertaining to like mom like sometimes like you can't control every situation like, you just have to let some like you have to let people learn their lessons sometimes honestly that's a big part has that ever happened to yeah. you? Like while you were younger, or you were in uh, high school or something? Where I learned, had to learn a lesson myself. Um, yeah. Um, no, I like, a, like uh, a lifelong, lifetime lesson you'll keep with you probably like for the rest of your life. Well, one time, um, I it was uh, I think I forget how old I was. I have to be like eighteen or something. I uh, we. <laughs> We, uh, I took, uh, the car and I took the, um, I went to go drive drunk or something like that. Whoever I was with, I think I'm pretty positive. It was one of my friends who was drunk and, uh, we went to the strip club and, uh, I, I couldn't like, I couldn't like reverse park at that point. I couldn't like park really at that point. I, and, um, left the club. Oh, the yeah, yeah, I went I left the uh I left the strip club and uh I don't even go to strip clubs, this is the crazy part. Uh, I to this date I don't even care about strip clubs. Like I'll go. Like if it's like the part the plan or something, but I'm not like I'm bored, I'm going to the strip club. Yeah. I've been to the strip club twice this entire year and both were in Miami actually. It was like it was so late at nighttime, like last time uh, two weeks ago well, the opening game against the Pats. I got there like at one AM. My flight got delayed and shit. The only place I was open was the strip club. What am I gonna do? I was there for like three days. I'm like, all right, we might as well do the strip club. Cause like in Miami, it's like the clubs are like strip clubs are like clubs. That's all being said. I don't go to strip club. So I was in high school in the strip club and I was leaving and uh like reversed into someone's car. I like went forward, hit someone else's car, and um yeah, I got a <laughs> I <laughs> I got uh got put in cuffs and stuff. I got put in like, the car, like the the cop car, and um, yeah, I was like not. I would I would I think it's jail. I don't know the difference between jail and prison. I think I was in the jail cell, the jail cell. Yeah, it was definitely and, jail. Uh, <laughs> yeah, like, in, like, in, like I was holding, and uh, they called uh, and I had a phone call to make, and I called mom. I was, it was like the the scene like in a Hangover is like, <laughs> yo, I, I fucked up, and uh, <laughs> literally like, just like that. Probably maybe a little tear or something like that. I don't know if I was definitely like, I'll like, oh, fuck him at a call. I'm gonna call mom. And I was like, oh, I fucked up. And uh, I remember she came and it wasn't because, like, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but like, I'm not like a, I never really give attitude for the most part. I'm not like a troubled kid or anything like that. Yeah. It was just like a mistake. And um, yeah, I, obviously I knew I was wrong, 
obviously I knew I was wrong. But I, I didn't I, like she didn't give me that like she didn't give me like the talk like you would get like oh you fucked up what are you doing I think it's more like just like the silence, <laughs> and sometimes the silence is worse than getting spoken to. No, yeah. And it was <laughs> like, yeah, it was like you know she could be flipping out right now. I'm shocked she's not, but um I think it was more like the silence because I think it's the same way probably what she was thinking like he doesn't do anything like like wrong for the most part it's like a trouble it's like I'm like a thug or something like that. So I think it was more like the. The silence being in like that, the cell for whoever, however long I was in there for. And I was like, yeah, like again, I was never, I was never headed down like no bad path. But it's even more to that point, it's like, do what I want to do this? Or like, would I ever want this to be my life? Or like, put myself in any situations where I would end up like this? And I'm like, hell no. Yeah. Like, absolutely not. So, um, yeah, I just, I mean, I was always, like I said, I was always that way, but even more to that point where I'm like, I'm never associating with anybody who could ever put me in a situation. I'm never associating anybody like, no, like, you know, gangbangers or like felons or like that. But I never, like I said, never was at that point anyway, but to even more, I'm like, there's no way I'm ending up anywhere in the situation where I could do this. Like, tax, like nothing, tax fraud. Because, like, you know, people are, sometimes aren't gangsters, but like, they're doing a whole bunch of crazy ass shit where it's illegal stuff. Yeah. So I mean, there's no way I could ever be in a situation where, you know, I'll work at Burger King before I ever put myself in a situation like this. And, um, you know, part of like, uh, like my, <laughs> like my sentence or, uh, whatever from like, I had to go see like a judge and stuff. And they, um, you know, they knew I wasn't like a background like that. So I had to go to like the, I had to do, um, like I had to go to like the prison. I'm like, it's crazy. I'd be like, I had to go to like a prison um with uh like kids who are like real deal like thugs who are like that that picture like those like you know those like comic scenes you see where people are like talking shit to the kids yeah it was like that it was like these felons who like you know helps they're, they're sending this out obviously as well but like they're talking to the kids they want to make the kids like better they're trying, to, they're trying to change these kids project like trajectory of like being a thug yeah most of those kids probably did they're probably doing the shit they're doing right now they were doing that <laughs> So it was like those type of kids, like, I didn't talk to nobody. I wasn't being like, yo, what up, bro? Like, literally, that's, I went there just for the sentence. And, like, you could tell these kids were, like, bad, like, you know, like, killers. Like, killers, like, people stealing cars, like, people, yeah. like, robbing people's house and shit. Like, those are the people I was with in that type of situation. Yeah. They like, the random kids like me there who, like, just fucking got to an accident or something. And um, seeing that first, seeing, seeing those people talk, and I'm like... You know, like I can see where they're trying to help people out. Someone maybe like a, you know, like an Adim who like trying to help out the kids who he went through shit when he was younger. You know, like Irv, our cousin Irv, he tries to help out the community now and shit like that. So like, people like that were trying to help these kids out, and I can see they're trying to help these kids out, and I can you know t t appreciate that. I'm sure the other kids did not, but I'm like, all right. So being in the jail, seeing this, there's no fucking way I'm gonna end up anywhere like this. Yeah. So um. Yeah, that was, I mean, I, I've never, I, you know, a lot of people probably don't even know that story. So, um, it's definitely an exclusive because, <laughs> uh, that's definitely, uh, yeah, I don't, I'll tell, I don't talk about that story often because I think looking in the past, you know, I've always said this, like looking in the past, is not going to change the future. There's like life lessons for, you know, a reason, but like, I like to move on and go towards the future. But, um, you know, looking back on it, that has to be, that has to be the like biggest for sure. And, um, yeah, you know, and then like uh, that has to be the biggest, and then like just seeing something like, um, you know, like a uh, like one of our um, 
cousin's dad, like, you know, like our uncle at this point too. <clears throat> Essentially, you know, we know him our entire life. Seeing him, you know, go through his like incarceration and shit like that too. Definitely, um, definitely makes me think it's like, you know, I'm sure, you know, people are trying to get him on the right path and he's always thinking he's doing the right thing. And, um, you know, he has a good heart, you know, deep down inside, but, um, you know, he's always with the wrong crew, wrong path, doing the wrong things. And, uh, you know, I caught up to him, you know, everyone thinks, oh, I'm never going to get caught up. Now you probably are going to get caught up and you're affecting like, your kids' lives and, you know, your, you know, who are your, your significant other's life. And seeing that, I'm like, I, you know, that could have been prevented. And a lot of people were trying to help him out for the longest time. And, uh, you know, certain situations, like I say, that applies to, you know, dad as well. And um, I think I learned a lot from people who don't learn their lesson more than uh, people who learn their lesson. You know, like I said, I listen to entrepreneurs, but hearing people's mistakes kind of resonates with me more sometimes. Yeah. So seeing that person's and dad's mistakes, I can be like, all right, I'm going you know, to correct those in mind. Let's make sure I don't make those mistakes is why I was there for you, Casey Brandon. Like even with, um, <clears throat> even with Tony or, you know, try to be there for Mariana when she needs pictures for like her sweet 16 and stuff like that. Doing Jocelyn and all our family, any family members who need my help. Like, you know, like Natalia reaches out when she needs help with certain situations. David reaches out. Anybody who, you know, I appreciate when they reach out to this, you know, obviously this seems like they're looking up to me or like I can help them. I don't say look up, but at least, you know, they know I'm doing the right thing. So, um, you know, in certain situations, I might say I'm always perfect, but, you know, I think I think a lot before I make my movements. So, um, you know, learning a lot from the people and then being there for whoever needs my help. You know, I think, um, you know, like I said, an angel shouting me out, James, all them. You want to help as many people as I can help out and, you know, uplift people. So um, all that definitely plays the part of who I am for sure. Which is where I was like, didn't want to see you get back to you, like get to that path where sometimes, you know, like saying with mom, we're like, she's always, same way, you know, she's always trying to help people out. I think we have that like giving nature from, you know, mom and, you know, at the end of the day, dad is a giving person. So um, I think that's where it comes from. And sometimes you think you could change everybody yourself. And that's, I did have that before I designated you to certain people. And I think yeah. with you is like, all right, but people are reaching out to me and like, I can help out Patrick. Patrick always asks me for advice. Um, you know, give advice to whoever, um, you know, like Carl's reaching out to me. Like, you know, Carl would text me, you know, and when he's going through stuff and it's like, damn, like I'm, these people are reaching out to me, but then Brand is not. And he's like, at that point I'm feeling like, oh, like, you know, our bond and stuff like that. Again, you know, Rocky Rose, but that's where I felt like, damn, like everyone can reach out to me, but like my own brother's not reaching out to me. And then sometimes that does hurt like your, uh, your feelings, you know, that's where mom yeah. gets her feelings hurt sometimes where it's like, um, you know, if you don't reach out to her, she feels like we're, uh, not appreciating her. And yeah. I can see where, you know, it comes from, you know, I'm not gonna lie at that point, you know, my feelings definitely were hurt where it's like, damn, bro. Like everyone's reaching out to me, but Brandon doesn't want to talk to me. Mm. I feel like, um, I, I like ever since like high school, I don't know why, but I try to like always try to deal with things myself. If that makes sense. Like I don't like, like for the most part, like if I'm going through something, I'll probably just like, I honestly like turn my phone off, turn my, like stop talking to everybody and I'll seclude myself. And I feel like it's kind of not, it's definitely not healthy. Like in, in a, in a way that definitely should start talking about the way I feel about things a lot more often. But I don't know why I got into that, like that that track or that circle where like I would just take a step back from everybody else and like put myself to the side and just like 
try to learn how to deal with shit myself or the own way, my own way. I don't, do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I can see like some people think that's best because they don't want to, maybe you don't, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings or flip out of them and you're like, oh, it's better off to be by myself. But exactly. you, you got to think about it though. Like when you're in prison, what's the worst thing that they do to you if you're getting into a fight? Yeah. If you get into a fight where like, you know, beat someone up, what are they going to do? They're going to seclude you and put you by yourself. That's the worst thing that someone can do is like torture, essentially. Be by yourself. You're going to go nuts. And if you're if you're willingly doing that, where is that going to get you? Yeah. You know, the thing about, like, I mean, you can read stories about, like, torture and stuff like that. And, like, that's the, one of the craziest things to do. Put someone in the room by yourself with no phone, nothing. And you lose your mind. So imagine, you know, you're just, like, you get mad and you don't express those emotions and you put yourself in a room where you know, it doesn't lead anywhere positive. I'm not sure if you ever thought about the thought about that. Like, yeah, because there's like a someone like bet someone like a hundred thousand dollars that if you can stay in a room by yourself for like a like a month or something like that, the dude lasted like four days before he lost his mind. Yeah, like there's literally like a video of him. He's like losing his mind. Yeah, like, there's uh, like a dark room. There's like a dark room. There's like there's even a bathroom in there for him. Like they made it like. It was like a room he could walk out whenever he wanted to. It was all willingly. And the dude thought he can last 30 days. He lasted four days before he started losing his mind. Man, that's what I'm saying. Like that, like, that's another thing. Like, boot camp was like that. Like, we're in the same fucking compartment for the same, like, the same fucking, the same 60 dudes for fucking 10 weeks. So it's like, I don't know why. Like, I just kind of learned to, like, to deal with shit. Like, it mentally made me, it 100% mentally made me stronger to, like, deal with shit. And, like, because you're in the same room with fucking 60 other males. You guys are going to fucking, you guys are bound to fight. You guys are bound to get fucking annoyed with each other. Bound to get pissed off. At the same time, you're, like, you're building up. And then, like, you're, you're starting to learn how to talk and, like, how to express yourself. And at the same time, you don't want to say too much to, some, to one person or the next person. So you kind of keep things to yourself. But, like, you gotta talk to somebody. Like, if I'm if I'm really like, I don't really don't go through a lot like on a daily basis as of right now, you know. But um, if I really do like now, if I really do go through something, I I definitely like I'll probably reach out to you first. Definitely, yeah, I think you know, mom like, first, mom, you first, then mom probably. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all, like I said. I think the biggest thing too is like being non-judgmental. I think I'm I think I'm that for everybody. I think you know, not trying to toot my own horn, but having you know, 49 different people on the podcast, probably more at this point. Some people I never even met before. And, you know, making people feel comfortable and not being judgmental and being themselves, I think I can do a pretty good job at that. So, um, you know, but sometimes being like a sibling, you're like, oh, I don't want to talk to, you know, to my brother or sister, but, you know, I'm not judgmental about nothing. You can always come to me about whatever. I think I will understand, you know, oh, yeah, I'll and process that's how it, and I'll give you my honest opinion. And, um, you know, sometimes, you know, you don't have that with everybody and, um, yeah, I mean, you can always reach out because, uh, yeah, you definitely need someone to talk to. And uh, oh, yeah, that's that's like the way I was feeling in high school where like, I didn't want to reach out to like my siblings or like talk to my siblings like that because like, the whole situation I'm going. But now, like, I don't care. Like, now I'll, re I'll reach out for anything. Like a couple weeks ago, about like anything, like like finances, anything. I'll reach out to you first because like I know like I trust you more with like a couple weeks ago I hit you up about a credit card, like little shit like that. Like I'll reach out to you first before anybody because. I know that you're going to give me your 100%.
and everything. So, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm trying to lead you the right way, and always trying to lead you the right way. But um, you know, obviously those times you said, you know, just wasn't you were seeing at that point is conflict. Yeah, and, exactly. Um, yeah, but you know, some at times, uh, you know, I do. That's I'm always coming from the best of uh, attentions. But you know, sometimes you know, I mean, even family members and stuff like you see, like people don't have that that attention, but, um, you know, it's, that's where you need to know how to trust people and see the people who are meant to be in your life. And, um, you know, just with me, I think I always had like, uh, you know, people always came to my life for a reason, mostly good, some bad, but, um, you know, even as saints, you know, like shout out, uh, sister Regina, you know, always, I think I'm always good at communicating with people too, at least like show my emotions. Yeah. Sometimes I was, um, you know, I think I've corrected it, but before I sometimes maybe wore my heart on my sleeve too much. And now I know who to trust and more who I can talk to who actually cares. But, um, you know, Sister Regina's always there. My guy, Bobby, shout out my guy, Bobby, Fox Point all day with him. Uh, he's in Jamaica right now, but uh, Bobby came okay. to my life for a reason. Yeah, and um, okay. definitely helped me out. And, um, yeah, but there's always people come in my life and, you know, guide me the right direction. You could tell they always had the best of attentions, and he still does. Still URI. If you're a URI and you have Bobby, you're lucky to have him. You know, that's, you know, there's right people you know, the people who really care in this world. And, yeah, like, course, even now, like, uh, I'm kind of the same way with, like, family members I actually care about. Like, I'm the same way. Like, I only, like, me, I'm not really, I guess, I've, as you know, I fucking suck at texting. So, like, a lot of times, they'll seem, they'll seem to people like I don't care, but, like, it's just I, I really just don't pay attention to my phone. I don't know why I just suck at texting. Like, I learned how to be better at that. Something I got to work on. But, um, I think it's a, it's a Gen Z thing. I've talked about this plenty of times in the podcast. Yeah, I, like I suck at like, like even to you, like it, it might seem sometimes like I don't care about something because I respond like fucking two hours later. But like, it's like whole like in my head I respond thing, but I don't respond. Like I don't actually respond. But not like, like if you call me, I'll answer. I'll talk to you on the phone. But like, I don't know why I would text. I suck. But anyways, like I'll reach out to like certain, like I only really text certain people who like I really care about. Like if I really don't like care about you, I, honestly, I'm not gonna text you back. Or like I'll shoot somebody a text like randomly, like like for Tony for instance, like just to like you know make sure we keep that bond going and stay together. I'll just like I'll send him TikToks and shit and just talk to him. I feel like you need that in order to keep like relationships with people you like truly care about and like, you want to see do good in like life and stuff. Like that's, that's what I personally think. Yeah, not for sure. Um, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I I would say I'm a pretty good texter. Um, I think oh, it's yeah. just like the era where we were in, we're like in between the calling and we introduced like AIM and that was like the main form of communicating with my age, like group, like within uh, two, years, under me, two years over me, huh? I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, AIM. What's that? Instant messaging. AOL instant messaging. It's literally like anything, but it's like, just it was just on the computer at that point. Then it came to our phones. Oh. It's, just, it's just like kick. It's like everything else. But I used to put like away messages and shit. It's literally like MSN. It's like literally any other form of, oh. but it's like the originator of it. So like it was like the way we communicated. Like we didn't call. We would I am each other, and um. So like yeah, it was like instant, like back and forth. Like everyone, like at that point, it was like if you weren't instant messaging, like you were just like, you know, you weren't cool. I guess I don't know. Like you just it was just part of the yeah. thing. Like everybody did it. So um. Yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, there's times now, like, especially with IG, I'm the worst IG. You can have my notifications off. I'll message someone, I won't respond. So if you're on IG and you, like, if you're watching this and I message on IG, there's a great chance I probably didn't respond. Even if it's a girl that like, I'm interested in, even if it's you sometimes, like, even if it's like Patrick, Elray, I just won't open up my the DMs. They'll just be sitting there. I can I can see why girls do it. Probably a million times worse for girls. But um, I don't know why though. On Snapchat, I'm very great at response. I don't know why. 
yeah, you do on Snapchat, Snapchat. I'm gonna respond. Like I'll respond to you instantly on Snapchat or like anybody instantly on Snapchat. Like, messages, yeah. anything else really? I'm like, okay. Yeah, like in text, I'll you know I respond pretty good, especially if you know if it's on topic, I'll answer. But in the relationship form, you know I don't need to be back and forth all day. We can plan for Thursday. Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'll see you on Thursday. We can hang out, but um, that's a whole different topic. I don't want I don't want to stray off. We can go on a ramp about that, but um, yeah, I know. Yeah, so um, yeah, no, with that, and it just I think our era just was better. Your era definitely sucks. I think is you're you know you grew up in the era where like it's so easy to reach out to you guys, no matter what. This Snapchat, AIM, TikTok, IG, name. I think you're. Yeah. I think people are so accessible where like you don't appreciate how accessible you are. Like back in the day, when I was growing yeah, up, like it was sure. like, it was tough to get a hold of someone, kind of like until like seventh, eighth grade, then it changed. But before that, we weren't texting each other twenty four seven. Like so, if you did get like an IM, it's oh shit, this person reached out. I'm gonna give them like that respect to respond. Now it's like yeah. oh god, Brandon sent me an other Snapchat. Oh Casey sent me an <laughs> other IGs. Like bro, like I just seen it. Like I'll get to it when I get to it. I think it's that. I think it's that mindset now. Like everybody, especially your age, I'll get to it when I get to it. Nah, yeah. time, you don't get to it, and then you're like. Oh well, it's been a day already. I'll, I'll just. They can't wait. Or I'll wait till they send me something else. Nah, yeah. I think wait. that's what it is. I think it's just like everybody, like pretty much, he's like twenty six, like twenty six, twenty five, and down is that mindset. Ah, I'll get to it. We'll talk eventually. Yeah, yeah. you're not lying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. girls and guys, not just either. I think both girls and guys on the twenty five, twenty six yeah. is like ah, oh, we'll get to it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's just so yeah, nonchalant. And it's like, bro, I asked you yeah, when the yeah. fuck we're hanging out. Answer the fucking question. And that's not a. A lot of people think I'm being petty about like a girl I'm talking to. That's with everybody. That's with Brandon, Casey, family members, girls, guys I know under that fucking age. Bro, answer my text. I asked you when are we hanging out, <laughs> motherfucker. When am I seeing you? Are we getting dinner tonight? Yes or no? <laughs> nah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and again, clarifying. I don't want people thinking I'd be a bit about a girl. That's about every fucking buddy that age. Because even Mariana, bro. That's a cousin, by the way. Mariana, my cousin. I'll talk, text her about something. She'll disappear for like a week. And then she'll respond a week later. Hey, what's up? Just seen this. There's no way you just seen this. <laughs> You're on your phone all the time. I know you've seen it. Yo, I've been doing the same thing. I've been doing the same thing, though. To her, too, actually. I, I did the same thing to her, actually, like two weeks ago. I, I fucking didn't see her text messages for like two weeks. And I was like, oh, I just seen this. And you seen it the minute you got it. Yeah, I read it like two minutes after she sent it. So. Bro, just like the, the just like the family group chat we're in, anybody of the, over the age of thirty responds. Anybody under the age of thirty never responds. Yeah, exactly how it is. Actually, <laughs> that's crazy how she said that. I think about it. Yeah. So that being said, you know, um, yeah, we kind of got off on tangent and stuff like that. But um, again, I, this is gonna be a super long podcast. I kind of want to. Uh, we can go off and talk. We can talk literally forever, but I want to talk about like more like the bond. I think a lot of people, like I said, um, you know, they could be. Uh, I'm sure there's people. Some, you know, I think Lonnie said about her relationship with uh, Jalixa, and I think some people can be. Um, you know, I don't know if I really feel it. Cause I don't really like to feel that type of energy, but there could be some people who are jealous of our relationship, who are curious, they're intrigued to how it you know began and um, stuff like that. So um, you know, I think we do have like a special bond. I think you know. People who uh, appreciate, you know, a good brotherly love story can appreciate us. But, you know, sometimes there might be some haters. I don't know. But, you know, if you're there, you know, this is what how it became. And um, I don't think there can be anything said from anybody who would change my mind otherwise. Um, you know, I've said it before, like, with girls who I've talked to and they're like, 
you know, I think it's like that uh that Tommy and like power with uh with ghosts relationship where people are like I remember uh, Holly said it to Tommy. It was like, you know, your relationship with ghosts is sick. It's like it's toxic, it's not good. Like you guys love each other too much. And um you know, she said that I'm like, I don't think so at all. You know, Tommy, you know, the best friends that grew up together like, in the show, you know, they're mm -hmm. brothers, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that bond, you know, and spoiler alert, actually you've never seen it, so I don't ruin it for you. I know you're gonna finish at some point. But you know, something happens at the end and it's like yeah, that's how it's supposed to end. You know, it's like, you know, they're brothers. You know, they're brothers. And I think that day, like, you know, I'm always going to have, like, your back, Casey's back, no matter right. what. And, um, you know, so, like, talking to girls, and if they can't understand that dynamic. Like, there'll be times where, you know, I haven't gone on a date. I'd rather go see you play or go to the gym with you, hit the field with you. And, then, you know, that bond, you know, to me is never going to change. And, uh, yeah, I think, you know, where do you think, like, the, where do you feel, like, you know, you said you, the, so what do you think? You said with sports, but like, do you have like a specific moment where you can like feel like, like that actual like true love? Like, well, all right, like this is like different than like, you know, you know, like a coach relationship or like other family members who act like not act like who are there, but like you know they pop yeah, in uh, and out and, and working out. I probably say start working out. Like, started you started making me, you started working me out when I was like twelve, probably. Then because we would go to the gym pretty much damn near every day, and then like we would just fucking fuck around with each other all day like literally like just fuck with each other like just doing dumb shit pranking each other like stupid shit just fucking each other so i think that's where really our, our bond really got like close honestly just fucking with each other every day just doing stupid shit yeah man, I have an endless amount of snapchats of the stuff yeah it's like literally like <laughs> stupid how stupid how stupid shit that we yeah. just do each other. something um i don't think you guys uh realize how good you guys have it because you guys have like you guys being like even Mariana, Jocelyn, Tony, uh, UKC have every event that I've ever took a picture of, which is probably everything. I bring my camera to everything. So uh, you guys have every like main event in your life documented and organized on the cloud, on my hard drives. You have every game you've ever been a part of. You have a thousand pictures of like, every single game, a video of every single game. I wish I had that luxury, which you guys are taking oh, advantage God. of. <laughs> yeah, I have shitty pictures taken of, of of mom that you can't you can't take the picture of me playing a game. <laughs> but uh, at yeah, least yeah, so she, uh, she, she I don't know what she was using, but it was horrendous <laughs> quality. But um, yeah, think about um, yes, um, uh, vacation wise, what's like your most fond vacation memory? Vacation memory. We've done a lot. I was, trying to, damn, I was doing at the I was doing at the gym before I got here earlier. But we have been to Dallas for WrestleMania. We've been to Orlando for WrestleMania. Been a lot of places. We've been to Miami a couple of times. We went there for a Dolphins game. I should remember this. Jets Dolphins game. My funnest was was probably New Orleans. My funnest. New Orleans is so much fun. My funnest with you on vacation was probably New Orleans. I'm trying to think because we've been to a lot well, of places. New Orleans WrestleMania. Then we went to uh, we went to Tampa with Jerry and David. Been to Hawaii. We went oh, to LA. Fun. Yeah, we went to LA. Oh. We went to Disney World and we went to Rolling Loud. Then we went to the Kanye concert, Life of Pablo. Uh, we went to a million concerts, but that was one of the Ooh. main ones I remember. I Cleveland for that terrible ass fucking. Well, it was good for you, like the the oh, USA football? tournament, but like Cleveland for me and Italia was horrendous. Sucked. San Antonio together, Chicago together. Um, we went to like Fresno together. 
Um, what else have we been? Definitely a couple more plates I can't think of right now. Been Those are the main. Yeah, Rolling Loud, Kanye Concert, uh, Cancun. Oh yeah, Cancun. Yep, Cancun was a, a, a fun trip as well. It was definitely fun as fuck. Yeah, so um, those we've been Patriot games together, Celtics game. Nothing. No, we never been to a Celtics game together. Now I'm thinking about it. No, 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 no we yeah. haven't. Oh, we went to a Dallas Mavericks game though, and we went to like oh, a yeah, yeah. Dallas yeah. Mavericks game. Then we went to a Pelicans game too. Went to a Pelicans countless game. Balls, countless Smackdowns. Oh, yeah, WrestleManias and. It, NXT, I'm sure remember this because Sami Zayn is so hot right now. I was thinking about NXT was fire. Remember we saw Sami Zayn versus uh, Shinsuke Nakamura? That fight was incredible. That was fire. I remember that. That was fun. Uh, Damn, it's hard to choose. Shit. That we did a the podcast with Jessica. There's so many memories. I'm trying to think like the main things like that pop up in the back of my head. A million signings together. A lot of uh, we go to the hotels before uh, Dolphin games. Get autographs from like the players. Oh yeah, yeah. Went to fucking got Tom Brady's autograph. Oh yeah, yeah. That was a, that was a big one. Oh, the Patriot uh, game. Yeah, that. Um, I'm trying to think of others. That's so, so many different things. So we've been to a lot of different events. A lot of shit. Goddamn. Oh, Travis, Travis, Scott, David, Travis Scott can, uh, concert. That was fun. That that was fun. I really loved that actually. I was the, lit. Uh, no, that time uh, I went with Jerry and Dave was actually fun as fuck. That Tampa trip. People ask me typically when, like, because they're like, oh, like, when have you been the most mad? And I actually save this time because I don't really get mad. Um, as, as you would, I think you can attest to that. I don't, I don't really get verbally mad. Would you, you know me my entire life? Did you ever see me get mad like that ever? I think we argued, like, actually argued, like, one time. Yeah, so I'm saying like people like I feel like people don't believe me. I'm like you can ask, you can ask. Elry, you can ask we actually, don't get like, mad. I think we only like almost got to a fight like actually one time. Yeah, no, but this time uh, pops up in my head when do you remember when we were in the bathroom at a club in Tampa and this dude was like trying to fight you? Uh, I was remember? getting ready to fuck that guy up. I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. But I said the same thing. I was waiting. I was, I was getting ready to. I gave him three. I looked at him. I said, "Bro, I'm gonna give you three seconds." I was to wash my hands. Cause all I wanted to do was wash my fucking hands. And this guy was so drunk out of his mind. Some some random fucking white guy was drunk out of his mind, just standing there. I don't even know what he was doing. What was he staring at me? Yes, but he was like behind like hounding you. And I was waiting for to like, like a movement, like any slight movement. I was getting ready to roundhouse that dude. And then I was just grilling him. I was just like, "Yo, like," and then. It, and he was just staring at him. Like, I think I got in there. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? What are you doing, bro? Get the fuck out. Like, like get the fuck out. And he was like, you're just staring. I'm like, bro, what do you, do you want? Some, what do you want, bro? Like, get the fuck out of the bathroom. You're done. You're not even taking a picture. You're not washing your hands, bro. Get the fuck out the bathroom. Yeah, I remember that. This fucking, then he gave me fucking dabs afterwards. Then I didn't yeah. see that part. I didn't see that. I just remember this way for him to make a slight movement. I was going to make the fuck After, like, me and you were, like, getting ready to fucking beat him up, he, like, he was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he gave me dabs and he left. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. <laughs> I did. I do remember that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what are you saying? Uh, Tampa and New Orleans. Then top of your list. Uh, for fun, yeah, yeah, probably Tampa and New Orleans. Memory wise, I mean, still Tampa New in fucking New Orleans, but um, shit. Uh, what do you think about that? I'll give a New Orleans story, which I was. 
we were there with Lewis, Michelle, and uh, Abby, and we were uh, you were definitely underage at this point, but um, he had another ID. He had another ID. had like a million IDs at this point. I don't know how I had so many of them, like my actual IDs. And um, you know, me and Brandon, you know, especially when I was younger, definitely look alike, and especially for an ID, same height, everything. And um, at that point, I think I had like a, I think I had like a one, not even I had like a half. So it was like, what can you say? It's not me. And um, but there's two entrances to this club. It's not actually. It's actually closed down now. Probably for letting people under age in. Well, they didn't. They didn't actually. They didn't let you in. So actually, maybe I don't know why they got closed down. But yeah, that that club that rejected you is closed down now. Which is funny because we were there the day before, but the yeah. bouncer wasn't being a dick. And I'm looking at Brandon. Also going two separate entrances, and I'm looking at him. I'm like, he's looking right at me, and I'm like, don't try because this dude is hound like checking. And I'm looking at Brandon. I'm like, don't go in. Don't go in. What does he do? He tries to go in. The dude's like, nope, fake. He's like, nope, this isn't you. Takes it. I'm like, oh my God. Like on the, the, the Friday of that weekend. And I'm like, Jesus, Brad told you not to go in. And he's like, I didn't see you. I'm like, I'm looking at you. I'm like, no. I, I, no. I, didn't, see, I didn't see you. And then yeah, he took the ID. So the story, there's an Efren Greco somewhere in New Orleans just using my ID. Love it. Yeah, or maybe hopefully they hopefully they cut it up or something like that. But yeah, so, uh, get memory, so it was just a different bouncer. It was like some bouncers care, some bouncers don't care. I'm saying, how did I get in without the ID after you took it? Like, he didn't get in. He rejected you. No, to other clubs. Like to other, to uh, other clubs. We probably didn't. And that could have been at the end of the. the I don't remember what, what day it was, but well, sometimes I, clubs just don't card you. Sometimes they just don't let. You, like they don't give a fuck. Sometimes, that's like true. even me to this day, like there's sometimes I I get carded, sometimes I don't get carded. To, to me, it doesn't matter, obviously, because I'm overage. I don't, yeah, I don't think nothing of it. But like, there was one time I went out with some girl uh, had recently, and she uh, she left her ID. She clearly looks over at least twenty one. You know, yeah. she doesn't look like she's underage. And the dude is like, uh, "What's your ID?" Like, when I said like that, he's like, "You know, IDs or whatever, take mine out." And we were talking about it right before. We're like, "Oh no, nah, he's not gonna ask." And Yes, he's like, he's like, oh, you have IDs, and she's like, oh no, I don't. And it's, he's like, oh, sorry. He's like, do you really think we're not twenty one? <laughs> but he's like, oh, if you're under the age of forty, we have to. And I'm like, whatever, dude. So yeah, sometimes you know, sometimes we do, sometimes people don't. And that time they did, and they took the ID. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of lifelong of partying, but um, yeah. So your, f your favorite memory then? Trying to think, fuck. There's a lot of fuck. Uh, Dallas Mania was actually pretty fun, but it's boring. Like Dallas is fucking boring. Oh, Dallas is definitely boring. But that's uh, when the, the Hardy Boys came back. Yeah, but the Mania was fun though. Like the Mania was good, a good memory. Uh, no, that wasn't. The Hardy Boys. Oh, Hard oh, yeah, that's Orlando. That's Orlando. That was Orlando. That was Orlando. Yeah. yeah. But Orlando was also dope as fuck. Orlando was fun. Yeah, stadium. Ghetto ass stadium though. Yeah. <laughs> stadium. Ghetto ass stadium. That shit was. Dope. Their fucking entrance was on fucking dirt. Yeah, it was horrendous. They didn't fucking lines. The shit. And the, yeah. the projects were right behind it. Literally, <laughs> like, the street over was the projects. Uh, favorite memory? The first Mania was fun in New York. Yeah, it was cool. Probably because you were younger, but, like, I, you probably I, I didn't like it. New York's a weird place to me because, like, I like New York, but it's so, and like, congested. That I don't yeah. like. I like going to see Steve every now and then because Steve always like takes me to a new spot. It doesn't feel like I'm a tourist. We're not doing like Times Square. We're doing different stuff. But like in a situation like that, like Steve doesn't live there at that point. We're just doing like the tourist stuff. It's just so jam packed. Maybe for you because like you know WrestleMania is a big thing. 
Obviously, yeah. I mean, for me it was too, but like, especially being that age or so young, it's like, oh, it's cool, like, you know, bigger than life type of stuff. So it was cool, but like, compared to other manias, it has to be my least favorite I've been to. Your least favorite? Damn. Easily. Easily. That's one of my tops. Easily. Both New Orleans are a good time. San Fran well, I didn't, was better. I didn't go to the... was better. Orlando was better. San Fran, yeah, San Fran was better. I didn't go to 30. Yeah, that, 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 that mania was fun. I mean, it was fun. I that uh, Dallas, I didn't feel like it just wasn't like it was over the top. Like it was, it was just too much. Why? Why do you think that? The traffic, like the like, it's not oh, saying, like the events. I'm saying, like just getting to the events, getting back to the events. Oh, like yeah, yeah, yeah. we, we that, stayed yeah. at a hotel like an hour away from everything. We have to go back and forth every time. We get stuck in traffic and shit. It's like what the fuck? Like in New Orleans, you don't need a rental car. San Fran, it wasn't like packed like that. Orlando wasn't like that crazy traffic. Plus, it was nice. New York was fucking freezing. Um, New York was fucking. It was cold. Yeah, it's fucking at, freezing. Uh, what's the names? Lewis huh? and Abby. Yeah, yeah, we met uh, Lewis and Abby there. Uh, my favorite memory. We're talking, about, we're talking about strictly vacations right now. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, this is tough. Like the parks were fun too, like fucking Universal and stuff. This shit was always fun. Um, yeah, for me, I would say probably uh, for travel wise, like in a destination. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, New Orleans was uh, Tampa was a good ass time too. Probably Tampa and New Orleans is up there. Probably tied. It's kind of tough to decide between. Maybe I'll say. The edge to New Orleans just because I love New Orleans. So that's the, the reasoning on that aspect. And then um, other than that, I mean... Uh, Cancun was fun as fuck too, though. Oh, yeah. Cancun was fun. Yeah, that was a good trip. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, Cancun was... Yeah, Cancun was... That's good. what I'm saying. Cancun was... Cancun was a good, a great ass that, trip. That's why I'm saying, like, with like travel partners, like I can. It's, it's tough to pick because if you're always having a good time, it's it's, it's, it's up there. I mean, like L.A. Not was exactly. A good time. Every time Disney was, was uh, Disney was fun. I like Disney was cool because I had to take pictures. I paid for the stuff. I went to L.A. Yeah, L.A. was a good time. We did a lot we of stuff in L.A. LA. Fairfax, you know, Rolling Loud, UCLA. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So, like, Fuck. I can't think of a time on vacation that. where I'm like, oh my god, he pissed me off, something like that. It's always a good time. Like that's why when I go out with Steve, shout out Steve again. Like I can't think. I don't of think we ever get fucking pissed off on vacation. Who? I said I don't think we ever get pissed off on vacation. Yeah, at all. Like, I don't get the people to do like with Steve. It's like it's always a great time. It's always like, oh, when's your best time yeah, to like, with Steve? It's like probably the next time. Every time, it's <laughs> great. Like, I can't. Every time it's good. We never get to argument. Like, yeah, we're just nah, it's yeah, just yeah, good yeah. vibes. Like, why are we gonna fight? There's no like, reason to. Yeah, like me and Steve, like launch like Kauai, New Orleans, New York, anywhere we've gone, fire. Every single trip has been fire. I'm trying to think of places that we haven't mentioned. Um, <laughs> I can't think. Yeah, I mean, but my favorite uh, concert I've probably been to though with you, I keep thinking these people listening this far in, is probably uh, the Kanye concert, just because you know I think I think I have a big influence on you liking Kanye. That is probably my favorite Kanye album of all time. I say probably because it's always how I feel that day between Life of Pablo and. Might be with Dark Twisted Fantasy. I'm about to say you're taking it, you're taking it over fantasy. It's crazy. The only reason why I mean I always say this is because he did the dumb ass Good Fridays, where he um you were definitely too young to remember that it was. I, I know you're talking seven. about though. You released like a song of the track every Friday. Every Friday, and then that every track he released just, just was just the album. 
Yeah, there's like yeah. five other ones where it wasn't on the album officially, like um, Christmas in Harlem and Don't Look Down, a bunch, a bunch of different ones. But like for the most part, it was the album. Yeah, I would have preferred he just dropped the album all at once, and then that would have easily solidified as number one. But I like how Life of Pablo, he just dropped it all at once. So yeah. That's the only, only like beef I have with the album. El Rey's the same way as just uh, the Good Friday saga. But yeah, so no, between both of them, so like that Life of Pablo concert was just a crazy. Steve was there. Steve's energy was off the charts. I forgot with, Steve was there. Yeah, with the floating, uh, with the floating yeah. stage. And we were losing our minds. I was, uh, it was all good vibes there. Fucked up my Aqua 8s. Don't know why I was wearing those shits. But they were uh, fucked up because of the Kanye concert. So that had to the be... Scott concert, though, too, was crazy. That was nuts. But I wouldn't say that was really our memory, though. You were there with uh, an other person. So I wouldn't necessarily attribute that to like a, a me and you moment. The Lil Wayne concert, though, was fun, too. I always forget you were there. And, I always, and, <laughs> and then Natalia doesn't even remember going. She's like, I don't I have that recollection of my life. Yes. So you don't remember her being there. She doesn't. She doesn't remember being there at all. <laughs> I, I said her. I, I showed her I, videos. I just you. No, it was me, you, and Elray, and Natalia. Was it? Yeah. I don't even remember that to be honest with you. Yeah. Well, apparently Elray doesn't remember going either. I'm like, how? What the? You guys, <laughs> the fuck? We're in a black hole that day. Yeah. Proof that they were there. Yeah. Have it, still my snaps. <laughs> me, you, us four. We have a picture together. And we have That's videos like together. Yeah, so um, that, yeah, I mean, um, yeah. That was the Kanye, Kanye concert. Yeah, the Kanye yeah. concert was fire. Um, yeah, I can't think of it. Um, if you try, if you try to think of, like the your most fond memory, you think like, if you think of me, what what do you think of? What do you mean? Like if you're if you're like oh you, you see a, I don't know you just, someone says Effie you're like what's, what's your first thought like first memory that pops up your favorite memory. Memory. Yeah. Uh, shit. What do you think? I I would say for me, I'd probably um. I would say just yeah. I'll say the the one that pops up. I probably got you know gonna relate to football. It's definitely uh you know Super Bowl when you uh you know well first you had a good good senior season, but um you know just uh you know seeing you guys. As a team, you know, I'm cool with everybody on the team, especially you. You played really well. You had that, um, you tracked down that uh, receiver who could have scored, could have changed the, the trajectory of the game, but, um, you know, you made a play on him. You were like a centimeter away from blocking a punt. Don't, still to this day, don't know how you didn't block that punt. Um, you know, you just played well overall. And, uh, you know, you had a lot of uh, ups and downs to that point. You're know, going through your senior season. You could have gave up and, uh, you know, overcoming adversary, adversity. You know, um, you know, to start, you know, essentially, you know, every game, and um, you know, playing well every single game, especially that NK game. You know, stepped up to the plate. That kid was balling out that year, and um, you know, he had overall his stats with the game were okay because you know he was he was burning Jordan, he was burning Jordan. But um, <laughs> you know, you you locked him down for for the most part, you know, because NK had a dynamic offense that year, and uh, you know, stepping up to the plate and um, you know, you know, performing well, you know, even after the Super Bowl. I'm not sure if I even told you this, but like you know, uh, somehow I walked past Green and he came up to me. He was like, "Hey, man, you know, uh, I'm really proud of Brandon. He, uh, you know, he could have gave up the season, but you know, he overcame and he played well. And, you know, he was a big part of the team, and I'm glad he came back. And you know, I'm glad he, uh, you know, stepped to the plate this season. And I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure." He's like, "You know, I'm gonna tell him that too. I'm sure he talked to you about it too." But even as Green is like seeking me out to say that to me, you know, it was cool seeing like everybody else can see like the you know you overcoming that. Uh, 
that step in your life, like that challenge and, uh, you know, seeing you guys, you know, celebrate after the game. And there's just like a big like moment, like you could have gave up and not tried. And who knows? I mean, that people may think like, oh, he's, just, he's picking the football memory, but there's more to football than, you know, nah, yeah, for just sure. like the football aspect is the life learning lessons that come with it. A hundred percent. All sports, like, all sports like that. Well, um, fucking memory. Shit. I remember I, I talked about it with Tom before because I wrote like a I wrote like a, a post that morning of the Super Bowl. I remember like like tearing up like writing and Tom was like, dude, I was the same way. He's like, I was writing the Twins like you know it's the last high school game and I was uh yeah tearing up. It's like it's tough. It's crazy how fast it happens. That shit flew by like you. I really didn't know it was gonna fly by like that. It's just crazy to think about now. Yeah, it's nuts. You know you you missed those uh, Friday night lights already. Hell yeah, for sure. Oh yeah. yeah, I went to see Angel on Friday. He uh he balled out. He balled out. He was he was destroying these corners. It was it was bad. <laughs> you know, he had a one handed catch against some kid. It was it was nuts. He mossed some other kid. Yeah, yeah. Angel's doing his thing. But um, yeah. So uh, yeah. No memory. Can't think of anything right now. There's too many of them. There's a lot. Like, fucking, I'm trying to think of like one off the top of my fucking head. One memory I can recall like uh, I don't know if you remember fucking. Lil Uzi Vert's Exo Tour Life came out. When what? And I was fucking sleeping on my bed. And you like came and recorded me. And I was like, and you started playing the song. What song came out? The uh, Exo Tour Life. Oh. oh. I think I do remember that. Yeah, I think I do remember um, that. Shit, a lot of fucking memories. Uh, a lot of stupid shit to it. Just stupid dumb memories. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I have catalogs of stuff, literally, just... Uh, I'm saying, like, it's too much for me to, like, like think about one memory. Yeah, and, you know, I, I know um, somebody has said, um, you know, in the previous podcast, they're like, oh, you, um, I thought, you know, that was a conversation that should have been said in private. And I'm like, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, why? Um, you know, well, I asked them conversation that we had last time about the podcast you know someone i see in, and i'm like i don't agree with that at all and like um because it's wrapping up like yeah i think i said i think this podcast was better talking about like uh, people can see our bond more and us being comfortable with each other and um you know going through stuff more in depth just me and you one-on-one -on -one. but um yeah i mean i don't you know be there's no off limits before and you know that was a little bit more like what you did wrong and you know sorry and stuff like that which you know you know, it came across how I came across, but I think this more you'll see like the bond and how you see how we really are to each other. And, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, this this is how you know people can see the real relationship between you know someone who has a good relationship with their brothers, especially that you said the father figure type of relationship. And um, you know, there's so many memories, and um, I can't. It's hard to pinpoint one because there's literally so many. Like, yeah, I can't choose fucking one memory. It's fucking. Yeah, then it's just you know, there's gonna be more. It's gonna be more memories. Catalog, um, catalog, fucking catalogs, memories. Yeah. Think about. I can say like your, um, I don't say it's a memory, but I guess like the my favorite uh, gift or when I think about something in the past, like I've received in the past year, is definitely like the first letter you got from, like well, I got from you when you uh, joined, and uh, you know it's it's uh, framed up in my room. I'm sure you've seen it when you came by last <laughs> time. But you know, I like that, see it, man. Yeah, stuff like that, you know, means a lot. And, um, yeah, you know, um, we can end this podcast off how we've ended other ones with other people. Um, 
you want to give flowers. Yeah, I think the point of being said is like, you know, I think you should give your flowers and I would like to have that, um, you know, documented so people can see. We can always go back and see because uh, some people don't know how you feel, you being the person, like anybody. Some people don't know how people feel until it's too late. And, um, you know, I have no you know shame of saying how I feel. I say it all the time on IG and, you know, saying it to you face-to-face -face in the camera for, you know, the world to see. I have no problem with that at all. And, um, you know, because I believe so I don't have no shame of uh, holding those emotions back. So uh, that being said, like, do you have anything to say to me? You know, we have it on camera to always look back in the future in 10, 15 years. We can look back how we were looking and feeling about each other at essentially 30 and 20. And then, um, you know, see how this bond goes for the next 30 to 20 years. <clears throat> yeah, uh, you know, I love you. I always love you. Uh, thank you for uh, stepping up to the plate and being uh, the father that, you know, I didn't have when dad wasn't there. That meant a lot. And uh, not just being like a brother, but being like a best friend you know, throughout my whole life, truly, you know. And no matter what, you know, not quitting on me because you could have quit on me. If you really wanted to, you could have just gave up and didn't. So thank you for that, especially in uh, all the work, money, everything you put into me. Thank you for that. You know, you're, I love you. Yeah, it's you're welcome. A, you know, I'll do anything for you. So, yeah, you're welcome. And um, you know, from my end to you, um, like I said earlier, um, you know, I don't know how some people feel about us, but at the end of the day, I don't care about anybody else's feels. I never thought about anybody else's opinion. If I if I'm doing too much, because um, I don't think there's no such thing as too much for someone you care about. And um, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's uh I can't even put into words like how much I you know care about you and love you, and um, yeah, no matter there was nothing, no situation that I wouldn't be there for, and you know you said I could have gave up on you, but you know, I would never give up on you no matter what situation may come come across the table. So um you know I'm gonna be there for you no matter what. You can always reach out to me no matter what time of the day it is. You know you can literally say I need you to come to Europe tomorrow, and I will literally book a flight, the next flight out. Cause um, that's how much like there's literally I'll be there for you no matter what I've, I think I've shown that, and um, any obstacle came in our way I think you know we have overcome it so far and it might be um, you know all roads are rocky but it was all meant to yeah. be and I think it's made our bond closer and um, there's literally uh, yeah there's nothing there's nobody that can uh, interfere between that you know I think our bonds are too strong and. You know, I love you and I'll be there for you literally no matter what, uh, no matter where you go, I'm going to go travel and see you, um, you know, ready, you know, showing that this year and, uh, and I'll be out there more no matter where you go. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, obviously I always wish the best for you, always have the best for you in my heart. And um, yeah, yeah, there's no, yeah, that bond is always going to be there. It's going to get stronger over the years and enough, you know, um, you know, wish, you know, want the best for you at all times and I love you and, uh, you know, care if you like a you know, brother, best friend, like a son, and um, that's from the bottom of my heart. You know, I really, uh, I think you're all three of them in my in my book. You know, so, you know brother, best friend, and a uh, son. But most importantly, like the best friend, I can uh, come to you and um, yeah, you know, chill out over the summer when I was kind of going through something, and uh, yeah, you know, I'll be there for you for all three of those for the rest of your life. Yeah, same thing for me. I'll you know, reach out. I'll be there for you as well. Yeah, yeah, I love you, and uh, you know, wrap this podcast up. I'll see you soon. Follow, uh, follow my boy, my best friend on Instagram, Badufo. He activating. I'll switch it up. I'm gonna switch it up soon. So, 
the next uh, uh, the next podcast will have it we'll have it up and running. Hopefully. Yeah, and uh, follow us. And thank you for tuning in to the 50th episode of the EG Pot of Thunder. Ending it off right with this 50th episode with my brother, my best friend. So make sure you follow us. Five-star review. Give us those likes, subscribes. Tune into the live streams of the Dolphins games. Follow me on my personal IG, ExploreFF. And I want to thank everybody for supporting. We are over 200,000 views overall on all social medias. For everything combined, podcast, streams, YouTube videos, IG, TikTok reels. Um, that's pretty solid for 50 episodes for, uh, you know, a regular person from the, from the, you know, the Northeast. So hopefully we keep blowing up, get more guests on anybody you want to see come on. Hopefully you know, we're going to keep growing and putting more local businesses on, get more athletes. Shout out to breakthrough. You have been a popular name amongst the 50th episodes of our athletes, you know, shout out to Stanley putting that work in building up the next generation of athletes. Shout out to all, all the guests that have come on so far, taking your time. Appreciate you guys uh, giving me your time and enjoying yourselves when you've been on. Hope you guys enjoy this for this episode. We'll be here for 50 more and more after that as well. Let's get it, baby.